everyone, and thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of Gameware Express, where we left a few things on the table last week, so we're going to pick those up right about now. I like picking things up. Good. It's hmm. Friday, August the 15th, 2014. I'm Adam Arinder. I don't know what that voice was. I have no idea. Vaughn Venters, how are you today? That's a great um, radio voice is what it sounds oh, like. Oh, I, I practiced a really good radio voice like five or six episodes ago. I'm going to send it in to like Rush Limbaugh and he's going to love it. You should. I mean, if that homeless man can get a job as one, I think you've got this. <laughs> Vaughn, how are you today? I'm doing okay. Just okay? Yeah. You should sound more lively. We need to get more alcohol in you. Well, drinking it right now. Perfect. <laughs> um, unfortunately, oh, well, hello, Vaughn. I unfortunately <laughs> Stephen Renee had an emergency and could not join us last minute this week, but that's okay because the man, the myth, the legend himself returns for his second episode. Three four three four life. That, oh, Bonham. you were talking about me. I was talking excellent. about you. Excellent. Okay, I thought I got a little <laughs> cocky there for a second, but all right. On yes. the pink microphone, glad to be Renee's back. microphone. Neil is back. I will take good care of it, Renee. I promise. <laughs> so, um, for this week's intro question, listen. When I was re-listening to last week's episode, I realized we teased something we were going to talk about and never talked about it. So, for this week's intro question, a highly debated topic apparently showed up on the internet a week or two ago. Neil Bonham. Ooh, I go first. Chic, 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 chic. Man or woman? This is really a question. This is really a question. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure Ocarina of Time answered it for us all. Well, according to Polygon, was The Verge? According to who? I read it on one of those did, websites. Did, did, did Polygon make the game? No. Okay. Apparently, okay, so a story popped up, I believe it was on Polygon last week, where <laughs> they're like, this highly debated subject of whether Sheik is a man or a woman is plaguing the industry. And I'm like, what? No? How is this a debate? I mean, it's one of those things, like, to me, it's honestly, there is no debate about it. Mm -hmm. Sheik is obviously a woman. Right. Because Sheik does not even exist. <laughs> Sheik is Zelda Dressed in disguise. Up. Yeah. Hiding from Ganondorf. Mm -hmm. Spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe I should have put that before. I'm not sure. No! <laughs> but in all honesty, you know, there has always been that debate of, is Link really a girl or a boy, considering... Link is just a placeholder name and not really the name of the right. character. Because you can name it whatever you want. Right. So, But ultimately, Sheik is named and is a very big part of that story. She in her name. She. You, you may be on Well, something. it's technically also, well, also his as well. Uh, he. <laughs> and he. Uh, so. Well, okay. <laughs> Vaughn, I never <laughs> asked your opinion on this topic. Well... Obviously, Sheik, as well as every other character in The Legend of Zelda, are obviously aliens. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, Sheik is female. Yeah. So the, 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 that's not even a. That's not even. It shouldn't be a debate. People are weird. It's silly. It was a. It was a really shitty article written. Like I think it was just written for clickbait, so idiots like us would talk about it. Because right. the source <laughs> they quoted. For, like, the side determining if Sheik was a man was a cosplayer. A cosplayer. Like, Yvonne, you cosplay. Yeah, like, th there are a bunch of different genders okay, guys that, that, playing that characters doesn't... of other genders. It's, it's, according, it's, it's, it's cross-play. According I mean, it to the, the, <laughs> the Polygon article written by Danielle Randu. I don't know if I said that right. It says, cosplayer Takaroku sees things very differently. Personally, I choose to believe that the original Ocarina of Time Sheik, as opposed to the female Brawl Sheik, is Zelda transformed into a male. It's already established that Zelda uses magic, 
So in my mind, it's not really a big leap to believe that she just turned into a different person. It's a ma uh, ultimately, I choose to believe Sheik is a guy because it sounds more magical to me. The what? No, that's incorrect, Mister Cosplay Man. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I guess I I get it, but ultimately, it's you know, Sheik comes forth in the game saying she was Zelda. Yeah, it's like you already said. Like, so whether, Sheik technically doesn't exist. Yeah. So whether she like Sheik may be a male form of Zelda, but Sheik is still female indefinitely. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, that's just ridiculous. And we were supposed to talk about that last week, but we didn't. For the record, Nintendo's very own Bill Trennan, senior product marketing manager, came out and said the definitive answer is Sheik is a woman, simply Zelda in a different outfit. It's sad that Bill Trennan had to come away from his treehouse life and bringing things directly to us in Nintendo Direct to Is answer Billy this. Is Billy a man or a woman? Ooh, that's a good question. Mm. I'll have to save that one for next week. Yes. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, guys. I'm glad y'all are able to make glad it to this week. Uh, I guess yeah. let's get started. Neil, you should um talk into your microphone more. Oh, maybe I thought you were it. saying move away. No, <laughs> turn your microphone more. No, the other, so it's facing us. So when you talk into it, the lovely people at home can hear you. Okay. Talk, talk, talk loud. Hello. There we go. Okay. Neil, what have you been playing this week? Well, I've still been on um, The Last of Us Remastered. Okay. And uh, I've recently gotten into a lot of the indie games on Vita. Um, they just feel really at home on that system. Yes, that is correct. Very well. Hotline Miami, Fez, a lot of those games just feel really at home on that system. Mm -hmm. Um you know, so that's pretty much what I've been catching up on. Uh, I haven't really played anything new. Yeah, well, I mean, Last of Us, I guess, technically is new, but it is a year-old game. How far have you gotten in that? Uh, well, now I am on Grounded difficulty, oh, okay. which is That's very, like the hardest yes, of the hard, where they yes. said it's pretty much impossible, right? It, well, no. 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 Not if you've played it enough. It's. I mean, I wouldn't recommend going into it for the first time. Mm -hmm. So you heard that, Vaughn? Don't play Grounded. No, I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> <laughs> but so what what makes this so much different than Survivor? Um well, uh generally your health obviously goes down quicker just mm -hmm. from regular hits. Right. Um same with um the HUD. The HUD is not there. Okay, so I was right, yes. I didn't make that up in my that head. Was, I did hear that. that okay. Great. That's that is a great addition. Um definitely more of the huge survivor feel. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, other than that, I mean, that's really just what it is. I okay. mean, the game on easy, you die very quickly, too. It's just the so. only real difference in the difficulty is just your supplies, right? Pretty, Pretty much. much the yeah. Supply, yeah, the supplies, uh, yeah, your ammo that you find is a lot less and scattered. Mm -hmm. uh, so just things like that. Okay. And then um, Hotline Miami is still something I need to play. I hear that soundtrack is really good. Oh, the soundtrack's oh, great. Yeah, you played yes. it, Vaughn? I have played it. It's a phenomenal game. Oh, yeah. I love that I game. Think I, got, I think, wasn't it free on PlayStation Plus on Vita not too long ago? Or I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think I have it on my Vita. It's I just think my, it was. Yeah. My Vita's just at the doctor right now getting yeah. repaired, so I can't really play that. But, spoiler alert, when we get to new releases later, it is coming out on PS4 next week, so I'll have to definitely check it out there. I think I have it on my PC. But I'd still rather play games on my 50-inch high-definition television. There's some things with the touchscreen on Vita that will make the game easier because, oh, quite really? honestly, the game is very difficult. That's also what I've heard. It's a very difficult game, and the Vita version does have some things with the touchscreen that make it slightly easier, but far from an easy game. Okay. And yeah, the mm. game's still so. hard. <laughs> interesting, interesting. <clears throat> okay, so is that pretty much it for you, Neil? That's pretty much it. That's I haven't really done much new, you know. 
that's no problem with that. Gaming, so I'm gonna do a lot of re- retreading when it gets to my turn. <laughs> yeah. So don't worry. And we'll have plenty to talk about later when it comes to news with Gamescom going on. Vaughn, yeah. What have you been playing this past week? Pretty much, uh, I had decided to take a break from Chrono Trigger because I played that game like too many times already. Unheard of. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, Renee's suggestion, I had started playing Final Fantasy IV, and I actually beat it a couple of days ago. Okay, is this your first time playing through it? Yep, it was my first time playing through it and beating it. Is this okay? So this is four, but that's really two. two it's our two. Okay. Yeah. And what, uh, what were you playing it on this time? I was playing it on my PlayStation Vita. I was playing the PSP version, okay, which I which I had heard was the best version. So that was gonna be my next question because didn't they re-release four like seventy two times at this point? Uh, at least like five times. Okay. Does <laughs> like, the PSP version come with the added sequel? Yes, so it comes does? with okay. the After Years, which Renee also suggested I play that too. So I'm gonna be playing that soon. Excellent. And cool. So um, from what I played of it, I thought it was a really solid game. How would you rank it compared to the rest of the Final Fantasies? It is probably my... I don't know. It, Tough question. It, 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 it depends on what you consider Final Fantasy games at this point, because there's a lot of Words. Square games that work like Final Fantasy games. <laughs> okay, so for this question, I specifically mean... So do you Words, mean Final that's... Fantasy in the title? Yes. Okay. I'm not talking about Bravely or Chrono Trigger or... Any of that. I mean words that say Final Fantasy and have a number. Not even Super Mario RPG? <laughs> <laughs> no, Vaughn. They have to have the word Final Fantasy one. in the title. We know that's number one. <laughs> okay, well, in terms of games with Final Fantasy in the title, it will probably rank among tied for second with FF6. Okay. And, uh... My, fa- my, my favorite one overall will always still be 10. Yeah, because 10's really good. 10, 10 was the first Final Fantasy game that I ever played. So. Oh, wow, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I started late on the Final Fantasy train. So my first one was 8. And usually they always say it's your first one that's your favorite, but probably 9 or 10 is my favorite, I'd say. 8 was okay. Yeah, my first one was 3, and it's not my favorite. Right. But so. wait, three, three as in six? Six, yes. God, that's so confusing. Yes. <laughs> I played it that, as that, three that's why, I go with, that's why I go with the actual, like, you know, right, numbers. Right. Yes. I heard that the one, Japanese numbers. I heard that one's really good. So six, yes. Yeah. Okay. Six was the first one I played. Okay. And yeah, it yeah. is, it is, yeah, phenomenal. Um, okay. It is not my favorite, but What's your it favorite, is definitely then? up there. Well, I, honestly, I don't really, I can't pinpoint a favorite because I believe my favorite is just... Seven, eight, nine, all together. The the PlayStation era of Final Fantasy, okay, was amazing for yeah. me, and uh, all three of those games hit me equally. Mm-hmm. So, it's a shame though. My favorite Final Fantasy games aren't actual Final Fantasy games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or Chrono mean, Trigger and SMRPG. Right, <laughs> those are just the two best in my opinion. Well, I'm with you on that. Chrono Trigger is my favorite RPG that Square has put out. Yeah, for real. Was <laughs> Super Mario RPG was that Square? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. That was their that was their big <clears throat> one of their big RPGs for Super Nintendo. And as we discussed two weeks ago, when you were on, I still need to play Chrono Trigger. Yes. I just Trigger's probably good. won't be playing it anytime soon, unfortunately. Yeah. Another, too many games. Another great game that Square released that. Unfortunately, it seemed to have been forgotten. Was Xenogears, and that is another. Yeah, I think yeah. didn't Renee, wasn't Ren- great RPG. Was Renee playing through Xenogears lately? I think she is was, that what she was yeah. talking about? Yeah, Xenogears is great. She talked about that a few weeks ago. Last time she was on, she was playing she through did. that. 
technically Chrono Trigger was part of the Final Fantasy Chronicles disc that came out with <laughs> Chrono Trigger and FF4. That's how good it is. <laughs> that was how good it was. Okay, so, Vaughn. Technically, Chrono Trigger does count as a Final Fantasy game. Okay, Vaughn. Whatever you say. Hey, I mean, it is. I'll, a- I'll show you the box. I have the box. I, back I at believe home. you. Yeah, they blended both in the title. It's called Final Fantasy Chronicles. <laughs> So Touché, it sir. is technically Touché. an FF game, but <laughs> FF4 was a lot of fun. The story was like basic as it was, but it was still good. Okay, and the battle system was good. It reminded me a lot of Six, which it ran off the same engine, so I'm not surprised. Right, and how the characters um, were fun. How long was it, or how long did you play it for? I played it for about twenty to twenty-five hours. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's not. Considering now you play it for like eighty hours, yeah. but ninety-nine hours into ten. It's like it's it's really good considering it was my first time playing. It was it half and of I had that no idea ball? what to do. Oh, half of it was blitz. Oh yeah, me too. Half, and that <clears throat> fucking chocobo race to get Titus's ultimate weapon. Anyway, <laughs> let's not go down that ramp path. Let's talk about how great Blitzball is. <laughs> I, I didn't use a guide either, so nice. I like there were there were definitely times where I was just randomly running around places trying to find where to go next. <laughs> I still to this day always like to play Final Fantasy with a guide, even though I hate guides and spoilers these days. It's just I think because I started playing Final Fantasy with guides, it's just kind of like this like 15 year tradition at this right. point you know yeah so well that's impressive you didn't if, for, if renee were here i would thank her for suggesting that to me because it was a really good game i'm yeah. glad she suggested it to me hopefully she'll be back next week and you can tell her yeah for real i have neil's ugly mug on this pink microphone <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else you been playing Vaughn? uh yesterday i spent some time with joltnik 615 and we Played some Pokemon X and Y on his stream on Twitch. I watched some of that. Y'all did Battle Mason? Yeah, we did multi-battles on the Battle Mason, trying to get that last trophy for me. (laughs) Is Battle Mason the same as, like, Battle... What is it? Like, Battle Battle Tower and Battle Battle Subway and Battle Chateau and Battle Safari Zone and Battle Cafe. (laughs) (laughs) It's not... they're, They're all a little bit different, but pretty much I would say it's the closest to Battle Subway. Yeah, because you and Renee used to Battle Subway a lot. Yeah. Yeah, when and that, I first that was y'all. fun times. <laughs> so um, what makes this different, or why did y'all choose to go through this? Just to play Pokemon. Okay, well, so, can't really argue <laughs> with that. <laughs> Just to play, you know. And I want the final Battle Mason trophy, because I have all the other, like, battles done. So okay. may as well finish it off. Fair enough. So I watched some of it, but uh, Steven and I's real job started up this week so i've been Boo. traveling and fell asleep at like 8 p.m like an old real man world. last night <laughs> uh yeah the real world <laughs> and you make you make fun of him for like going to bed at like 9 to 10 <laughs> <laughs> yeah now i'm starting that again so um were y'all able to complete y'all's main objective did y'all beat it no uh, he was actually really tired so we had to stop it around uh we had to stop after 30 battles in the super battle mason but yeah, I mean, I watched we're, y'all we're gonna do- start it up again whenever oh, we sweet. have time again because i watched y'all do the first 20 and a little bit once I got to super battles, but yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, so that's fun. How many how many battles are there total in super? Because I know you said you got to thirty. It, it could go on indefinitely. Oh, forever. Mm-hmm. It could go on forever. Interesting. 
Yep. Well then, <laughs> is there recorded like like who's gone the highest or what the highest number someone's been to? I'm sure there is, but I have no idea what the highest anyone's. And this is to. this is thirty straight, right? Y'all didn't lose. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the only way you can keep going is if you don't lose. Okay, but I guess so, you can save and quit and come back yeah, again. You can interrupt and then come back whenever you want to. Okay, that's pretty neat. But once you once you lose, your streak starts over again. Interesting. Yep. <laughs> Is that it for you? Did you play anything else? No, I've uh, play, been playing a lot more Project M as of late because okay. the hype for Smash 4 is like getting everyone playing Smash a lot more now, yep. I guess. Which uh, I probably shouldn't announce this yet, but just, put, just to put it in the news. So there's a new character coming out for Smash 4. Not new, but a very controversial one from the last <laughs> game. Is it Meta Knight? Shit. <laughs> Yes, it is Meta Knight, but we'll talk more about that later. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that a little later. Uh, yeah, there's a lot more tournaments popping up in our area for Project I've, I've noticed so. that. A lot more Smash tournaments. I don't know like, if it's just because I've been you've been getting more into them since we've been hanging out more. I've been seeing more of them or just because there's, like you said, a lot of hype for Smash 4 or what. But I've seen a lot more Smash tournaments around town just in general. Smash is growing. So. Yeah. The eleven-year-old was it twelve, eleven? When did it come out? Uh, well, if we're going by like the first Smash Brothers. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about Melee. Melee that came out in two thousand one. That's the one people play anyway, right? Yeah. But that game is old. Also, like if we're going back from like original Smash, that game came out like what, like ninety eight, ninety nine, yeah, somewhere around there. So, so why Project M? I thought. You mainly played melee. That's because I feel like I've reached the ultimate like satisfaction with the game of melee. There's not really much more I could do in that game to make me, you know, more satisfied than I already am with it. Oh, okay. So it's like maxing out like a persona like social link. Okay. It's like there's nothing more on, I could do. <laughs> on the next one. Yeah. Plus like a lot I more people. Chie. But Rise is really good too. <laughs> Alright, LeBron. <laughs> but uh a lot more people are also getting into Project M because it's a little bit easier to pick up than Melee. So okay. that's that's where most people are playing, and that's what's drawing in the most like amount of entrance and money for tournaments. What exactly makes it easier to pick up? Just the uh, the way the system works. Like uh, the frame rate is a lot more crisp, so you can actually like pull off like a lot more like things that you couldn't really do consistently in Melee, just because like Melee it's a faster game, but like with a slower frame rate. I got you. Yeah. So it's like GameCube hardware couldn't really keep up with what they were trying to do. Yeah. So <laughs> or at least what y'all are trying to do in the competitive <laughs> scene. At least, yeah. At least from, from what we're trying to do. Sakurai did not have this in mind, Vaughn. Okay, he did well, not want this to happen. Well, nobody had this in mind, but it just kind of <laughs> just went that way. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. We always consider melee to be just a very happy accident. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I just wish more people would play 64, because that's my jam. Yeah, yeah, but sadly, I think mostly, like, a lot of people are starting to move on from, like, the older games to play the newer ones. Like, a lot of people are super hyped for 4, because it's new. I mean, do mm-hmm. you really see that catching on in the competitive scene at all, or from it, what I mean, I know you've, I know de- you've shat on it before. It de- it depends on what the final build will be like. I mean, do you think it's really going to change that much from what they showed at E3? No. Okay. <laughs> Which. From what I'm thinking, like Smash Four will probably last for like a few months, maybe before people are go gonna be to like, not even melee. Just they're just gonna be like, you know what? Project M is like the new hotness, so we're just gonna keep playing Project M. 
So when is like Project M2 coming out where they just make <laughs> Smash 4 like Melee? We don't know. It depends on how easily the Wii U is hackable, which oh, right oh, now it isn't. Over under, um, let's go with eight months after release of Smash 4, we'll have a Project M2. It depends. It will mostly depend on like... I guess how good Smash Four is first, and then mm-hmm. like how quickly and how dedicated dev teams will be to actually like try to hack the Wii U to play this game differently and to make it differently. So an eight project M right now, it's only on demo three point It's not even mm. finished yet. Oh wow! And it's Project M has been in development for like four years now, I think. Okay. So it'll take a long time. So over under eight months. Smash people, 4. people will start it, but okay. don't know if they're going to continue with it. Okay. That That's the big question. Fair enough. Considering they still have to finish the first project, too. Okay. Well, well, maybe they'll just move on to the next one once the once a new one comes out. Well, maybe. We'll see how it goes, I guess. I like how that kind of sounded like, move on. <laughs> <laughs> Is Vaughn <Yeah>. a cow? <laughs> move on. <laughs> Um, okay. That's all I've been playing. Okay. Um, well, Steven's not here to like gush more about Rogue Legacy, so I'll just say I played a little more Rogue Legacy. I beat the first boss. Sweet. Yeah. Um, all I did was I kind of I kind of lucked out and I got the I finally learned how the class system works. So Steven was trying to explain that to me last week because I just kind of picked traits, so whichever one sounded the funniest, I just picked it. <laughs> But then I realized, oh, these classes actually matter about my stats and how far I progress. So I finally started paying attention to that, and I started progressing a little more. So I finally got my, like, the tank class, and I got the magic that makes just the giant sword wall that just sticks. So I locked the temple, or the temple, I locked the castle down, and just finally got back to him, and just dropped that sword, and just kept swinging, and just took all my hits from him, just kept swinging until I finally beat him. Nice. And now I feel like there's no purpose for me in that game because I feel like if I just keep going, I'm like, that's there's no way I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did find that scary clown with the carnival, and I like it's like try to break these targets, and there are a bunch of balloons around them, so I thought those were the targets. So I start throwing all my axes, like run out of mana, and then I move over and like, oh, here are the targets. <laughs> Whoops. So yeah, that game's still pretty fun. I'll probably keep chicken, chipping away at it. I don't think I'm going to play like 30 hours like Steven's played at this point. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's still a game I need to even play. Okay, you got your so, Vita talking about your indie titles. Know, you need to play Rogue Legacy. It's really you know good. what? Right I, when I get home. I think, I think the main thing is, and I was going to have this discussion with Steven, but he's not here. Because um, he really likes Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Which, I now try to play Demon Souls and I couldn't get into it. Because I don't like doing the same things in games over and over if it doesn't get me anywhere. Cause like I have no problem like grinding in an RPG, which is basically just doing the same thing over and over again. But I feel like I'm going somewhere, mm-hmm. and you're you're technically going somewhere with Rogue Legacy, but not all the time. Because if you don't get enough gold to unlock something, then that was pretty much just a pointless run. Right. And then you're starting over at the beginning again. And he seems to like this because he loves the Dark Souls games where you just do the same shit over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that's what Rogue Legacy is. But that's why it's hard for me to get into it because it was also I don't a big thing. Feel with- like I get anywhere with it. Yeah, that was also a big thing with Dead Rising, which is I know is something that him I, and I both really love too. And I I could not I, I, yeah. I everything about Dead Rising seemed like the perfect game for me, but I could not get into it. It is a very patient game. Yeah, it and I don't very, have a lot very, of very very patient game. I don't have a lot of patience, but <laughs> I'll still keep chicking. Ch- I can't talk chipping away at Rogue. It's been a long week, Vaughn. I've been chipping away <laughs> at Rogue Legacy. Yeah, Vaughn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. 
And then um, last weekend, my sister came over. We were hanging out and like watching Teen Titans. And then she was like, you should play Injustice because I played that. So I played and beat in the Injustice story mode. Um, and let's just say that is just batshit bonkers. <laughs> I've played and beat the Injustice story mode, but I will admit something. I didn't pay attention to any cinematic. Oh, well, so I <laughs> have no idea. Like the best part, like the like best in like like the B movie kind of way best, because it was just like this like ridiculous story that only could exist. In I mean, comics, I knew it obviously. started with something where they go to a different dimension and Superman is evil in that other. Well, one. okay, so there, there's a prequel comic. It's about all I got. There's a prequel comic that my sister has. She's let me borrow. Where basically, uh, the Joker drugs and tricks Superman into thinking he's fighting doomsday but he's actually fighting lois lane and kills her no. and his son so he goes crazy and kills the joker and you know, superman doesn't kill anybody right and then he kind of starts going on this whole like kind of like an i robot where like people can't manage themselves so i need to do this so we're going into like martial law and like this like dictatorship or superman and, like you defy superman you're dead because he's superman so this world's batman pulls like other worlds like superheroes into this world so they can like try to bring down superman and it was just like really weird i think the only reason they had to do the cross-dimensional stuff is so you can have like mirror fights yeah, with, yeah. without it seeming like why is aquaman fighting aquaman right but that's how they do it because i mean it, you know it's another realm the people who do mortal, Com mortal Kombat 9 so and i've heard good things about that story mode i just still need to play that game it has dimensional travel too Okay, you know, go figure. It seems so, to be their their thing, their forte. I thought it was a story mode that made the best of both like comic book world and fighting game. No, games. you're exactly right. Like yeah. I enjoyed it for what it was. Like right. a lot of people like to shit on Injustice, and I'm not in the fighting game scene like you are, Vaughn. But I thought it was a pretty decent game. I mean, quite honestly, quite, it was. Like quite honestly, yeah. what's a comic book story if it isn't ridiculous? Exactly. At so, this point, it kind of. I mean, has it's to no be. fun if it's real. Mm -hmm. So like, and it was fun because. At MechaCon, I got to meet the voice actors for Teen Titans, and you know, Cyborg and Raven are in that game, so it was like fun getting to hear their voices again in the video game, and like I actually enjoyed it. It was. It, I want to go play Mortal Kombat 9 more now because I played this game because right. I liked how they. It was cheesy somehow how the fights kind of started in the story, and but but it was cool you got to switch between all the different characters and fight as most of them, so that was fun. But they had this like really shitty like quick time event mini game thing yeah, before some of the those, fights yeah but i played it on ps4 so you could like all it was is flicks on the touch right right yeah <laughs> but it i mean it was an interesting concept because like like evil green arrow would be shooting arrows at you and you had to dodge them but if you didn't dodge them and you got hit that affected your life meter for the fight or vice versa if you were doing damage to them that would affect their life meter for the fight so i mean it was you know different yeah. Which was fun. It was just, you know, lame like when you turn the controller up and use it as a spray can and Infamous Second Son was great and also lame at the same time. Right. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, I, I enjoyed Injustice. I liked playing it. Um, and so, I mean, if you like DC superheroes at all, you can check it out. And Neil, I know you're a big yes. DC superhero fan. Big DC fan. Yes. I realized I'm a big... Um, like bandwagon jumper, fair weather comic book fan, it seems. Because, like, growing up, I always watched, like, Batman the Animated Series and uh, Teen Titans and Justice League and things like that. I was like, oh, DC, so great. I love Batman. I love all these. And then Marvel started doing their stuff with their movies. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, DC's kind of lame. Marvel's, like, really cool. They're doing all this stuff. And, like, then I played Injustice and I was like, 
I feel like a little kid again. Like, oh, I remember loving all these <laughs> yeah. characters. Even though Superman fucking sucks as a character, I hate <laughs> Superman so much. But other than that, these are pretty cool characters. Yeah, a group of uh, myself and a lot of my best friends, we've been DC fans since we were really young. You know, uh, mm-hmm. One of my friends has been a Superman fan all of his life. I've been a Flash fan since I was around 12 years old. Um, you know, so we kind of we kind of have our own like little personas yeah. of where we like to <laughs> think we are them. Well, if you think about it, Flash is actually the most powerful DC character. Oh yeah, for real. I mean, like, he can like phase through walls, phase through time and dimensions. Technically, he should never lose a fight because literally no one should be able to touch the Flash because he's just so fast. Yeah. <laughs> so. But anyway, let's not. Our weekly comic book <laughs> I mean, podcast. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not going to disagree with you on this. I'm sure there's plenty of people who would, but I like where you're going with this. Please talk more. Well, I just think Superman's a shitty character because he's so boring to write for because he can just literally do everything. And the only way to stop him is to get the super rare rock element crystal thing from his home planet that everyone seems to have infinite supply of when it's completely, you know convenient for them to have kryptonite on them <laughs> but anyway we'll, like we'll, i said if comic books were real it wouldn't be fun <laughs> you're right <laughs> we'll add our weekly comic book co- podcast to our weekly movie anime and cat podcast the only thing i didn't like about this story was, was how the batman mirror match happened okay so that was really lame <laughs> that was really dumb <laughs> Like Again, fighting over who got to use the computer or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to the story, so I don't know. That was I like the remember only Batman, Batman part of the story, Batman, I think. It, yeah, they were trying to... Well, okay, they're trying to do something with the computer. And they were arguing... Yeah, exactly what Vaughn said. <laughs> well, I want to use it. Like, no, you're going to do it wrong. Because, you know, Batman's really hard-headed. And it's against <laughs> another Batman. So they just start beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> and then it's over, and one Batman looks to the other, and he's like, you really didn't know how to use it, did you? And the other guy was like, no, and I didn't. I hope you didn't know that. <laughs> like, really, guys? It's like the lamest way a Batman mirror match could happen. <laughs> like, it, it, it's funny considering sometimes in the story, it would be little things like that, or something that didn't constitute a fight where... Like Superman punches someone into the stratosphere and then like smashes them <laughs> down. It's like no one would fight like that if it's you're just like, wait, let's just like fight each other. But I guess that's what makes it funny. The juxtaposition of the story to the actual like beating the shit out of well, each of other. That's another well, realm. They, they had that. Yeah. They had that drug that gave them like super high yeah. tolerance to pain. So. Oh yeah, let's just like make this shit up. Oh yeah, yeah, Superman has this drug he gives to his cronies that gives makes like kryptonite nanobots that makes you invincible and make you like like whatever well yeah but i mean you know they've been changing some things with that too because uh don't mean to bring up a sore subject but in the new teenage mutant ninja turtles movie uh, the turtles are now bulletproof yeah <laughs> what well well granted i don't know they could have been bulletproof before just I no just, one shot bullets no one at shot them, yeah. them so. no, nobody <laughs> shot at them exactly oh no let's not talk about yeah um, teenage mutant ninja turtles movie next <laughs> well, we'll, we'll we'll get to the next game okay and then the last thing i'm playing of course is more hearthstone that i can't can't stop playing hearthstone guys somebody's I addicted stop, i can't stop playing hearthstone. We need, is there an 800 number for I that needs yet? to be um so the construct quarter came out the fourth quarter of the nax ramus single player adventure um this one had four bosses instead of three Ooh. and they're pretty difficult like i i, I don't want to go into the bosses specifically because in case people care they want it to be spoilers but like i really i had to the first for the first time i had to go build a custom deck just for these normal level bosses because hmm. if you go online like people there's heroic mode 
which is just like like cheating hard, where you have basically have to build gimmick decks to have a chance against them. But I actually had to do that against one of the bosses in in this quarter because he was just stupid. He could throw a card down that would make a, an exact copy of itself at the end of his turn. So then he could just super buff it, and then it just two super buffed cards, and I couldn't do anything about it. Hmm. So it was just like concede. But I finally made it through, and I got this week's card. So Sweet. Now granted, I don't know much about the game, but I did see some video on a boss attacking himself. Did you happen to see that? No, I didn't see that. It was a boss where, I don't remember any names or anything right. like that, but he was playing a card, and I think it's something where it searches for a player or something that can attack on the field. Mm-hmm. And he usually freezes it and freezes it. And, right. you know, it can't attack for a few turns, but the only card on the field at that point was himself. Huh. So the computer AI actually ended up attacking and freezing himself. That's funny. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, the computer AI in Naxxramas is better than just playing it on practice, but it still does some really odd things like a normal player obviously wouldn't do. Right. But that's definitely the first time <laughs> I was like so confused and so I mean, I'll have to show you it. Okay, yeah, have to check that out. Recording with this. I uh, I've seen some where if you have a certain combination of minions on the board, the computer just freaks out and just sits there and doesn't do anything when he has obvious moves. So, mm-hmm. so I'm sure it's just like if it sees like a taunt card or this kind of card to do this program overload. But <laughs> I guess it had too many ifs and then statements where it was just like uh 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 <laughs> next turn. <laughs> so but yeah, the uh, the last the last wing or whatever comes out next week. And then I've been playing more ranks, but like I don't know if uh, more people are playing and getting better. Or I think the meta game's just changing with all these new cards coming out. Because I'm not doing as well this season as I did so last. So you're not month. getting worse. Yeah, no, I am probably just getting worse. <laughs> I've also been messing with my deck. Maybe I should need to go back to what was working last month. But yeah, I'll keep playing Hearthstone and reading about Hearthstone I still and need to watching get on Hearthstone. That. So good. you should text me tomorrow while I'm at work and be like, "Hey, your iPad's there. <laughs> Download it. You need um." <laughs> You probably need about an hour or so to get through all the tutorial stuff. To that's it. <laughs> okay, so you need, <laughs> the tutorial is about thirty minutes, and then you need to unlock all the characters by beating them. No, that's okay. I mean, in Final Fantasy thirteen, it was a thirty-hour tutorial. So okay, well, I, I'm I, pretty sure. I, can I mean, if you're it. doing it at work, I don't know if you have thirty hours. Yeah. So <laughs> well, I'll wait till after was, work. <laughs> thirteen was another one of my favorite Final Fantasy games. <laughs> really? <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Okay, so I, I like the first... Remnants of Seven in the opening. Yeah, for Someone real. Someone who hates government, a train, explosion, a scorpion-like boss that attacks you? Come on. <laughs> yeah. What were they not hinting? The, that one's, like, tied for Seven as, like, my third favorite. And I guess Eight as well. Because a lot really of good. people like to shit on Thirteen. I like the first three hours I've played of Thirteen that never went back to it for some reason. But I like the first three hours of it. Thirteen, 13 I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed a lot. I haven't played Lightning Returns. I wonder... Okay, and I never okay. got through thirteen two, but I do want to I, eventually finish the trilogy at some point. I wonder if people didn't like thirteen at first, but then like thirteen two and Lightning Returns came out, and they're like, these really fucking suck. Maybe thirteen was actually kind of good, guys, because now I'm starting to see <laughs> well, more and more. Like, I know a lot of people actually pretty have good. this big thing on the game is too linear. Yeah, I hear that a lot. But, I mean... So. When I play Final Fantasy VII with an open world map, all I do is run around in circles getting random fights anyway, <laughs> so the big map really doesn't change anything as far as how I play the game. Exactly. Pretty much like all of the like really like good like Final Fantasy or even like RPG games like at that point, like 
for that matter, they're all like linear to a point. Of course. Like FF10 is really like that. Yeah. So. Well, you got to remember these games are very story driven. So uh-huh. if they're not linear, a lot of gamers nowadays might actually lose more interest than if they were big open world games. Exactly. Like so it would be too big for them to comprehend. Yeah. So. I need to. I like because quite honestly, else. I don't think gamers really had the patience that we had back when Final Fan- when something like Final Fantasy VII came no, out. No, not at all. Like no one. There's not a lot of people I talk to nowadays that can invest 80 hours into a game. No. Right. Because now, because I mean, we did that when we were like middle school age, yeah. and we had all this time in the world. Now middle school age are too busy Snapchatting their junk to each other and playing <laughs> on their iPad, you know? Like, I don't know what middle schoolers do these days. I'm pretty sure that's it. I hope, I, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you there. I, oh, no, I just no. just had yeah. to chime in on that FF13. No, no, it's fine. I'm no. just shocked that you like that but i liked it especially for what it was because yeah. like the battle system really was really well good. i think that's yes. the right attitude to have Correct. when playing a video game I, I don't think anyone should have the it sucks because it's not this well, well of course it's not that it's this yes yeah. i mean final mm-hmm. fantasy 13 was not seven it was not eight it was not nine it was not six it was 13 right yeah. you know so i mean it's, it's just one of those i guess it's just on how you I mean, everyone enjoys games differently. I'm kind of with Vaughn in a sense of I like to play a game for what it is, not for what it isn't. Fair, okay, fair enough, yeah. So, but that's yeah. not what the internet likes, Neil. How well, dare hey, you? Hey, you know, hey, you know, that's why I don't comment on anything on the internet. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Um, said I just love to have my lovely voice portrayed on the internet. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> um, that's all I've been playing too. So. Let's get into some news this week. The Gamescom has been going on in Germany. I wrote down some stuff, but Steven was actually supposed to be actually writing down news this week, and he's not here. So we tried to scramble up as much news as we could right before the show started. I watched a lot of the Gamescom stuff. Okay. I guess I I could save the, uh, the obvious controversial decision of Gamescom this year for last. Is it that the fish in Fish Plays Pokemon die? Absolutely. No! <laughs> Absolutely. That is exactly what I was talking oh, about. You saw, fish play, you saw Fish Plays Pokemon last week, right? No. You didn't see that? No. A you, fish played Pokemon? You know, like Twitch played Pokemon? Yeah. But it was a fish. So like Magikarp. Yeah. So they, they had, it was, it was a top-down view of his tank, which was sectioned off into like a, <laughs> a three-by-three grid with like up, down, left, right, A, B, start, select. And wherever he swam to... Is where the character moved, but the fish died. <laughs> this so, almost reminds whoops. me of um on Super Bowl Sunday. I don't know mm-hmm. if anyone remembers this past Super Bowl Looked Sunday. Looked like the owl that. But no. no, on on National Geographic, they had a show where they just showed nothing but this adventure of a fish in a fishbowl, <laughs> and cool. every fifteen minute segment that was on TV had a different background. But then, like the next segment would come in, and there'd be a different background, whether it be a little girl doing schoolwork or a mother cutting up vegetables to start dinner. <laughs> it was pretty awesome, let's just say that. <laughs> okay. So anyway, Gamescom. What's been going on? Gamescom. Neil? Well, well, where to start? Should we start with PlayStation or Xbox? Mm, since we're all a bunch of PlayStation fanboys, let's start with Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> well, Xbox. My favorite announcement of Gamescom. Goat Simulator coming to Xbox. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> is it still broken? I guess so, because that's the point I'm of sure that game, right? Yeah, I mean, who would expect a, a Goat Simulator to work? Right. 
I mean, the, the, the point is just to be absolutely as ridiculous as possible. <laughs> yep. So that's um, interesting. But that... yeah, it was, it was really interesting in reading um, basically about the guys who made the game. I'm talking mm-hmm. about how just their crazy idea how, you know, within 10 minutes of them releasing Goat Simulator on PC, it completely funded the development. <laughs> and then at this point, they've sold nearly over a million or over a million copies on wow. PC. And so this game is just outdone nearly every, or it has outdone everything they've ever made. Oh, I, I bet. So it's like this uh, half-ass uh, broken yeah, bullshit, it's, it's, and that's the state of PC it's games. Just one of the, PC master it's just, race. It's just one of those beautiful projects that I love seeing success <laughs> stories for. Yeah. And the fact of seeing something like that, especially for such a small independent studio, to get a major console release like that is very good. Actually, that's bullshit. Okay, so sidebar real quick i read this really interesting piece on yacht club games website the people who made shovel knight mm-hmm. um where they talked about how they did the kickstarter but like it was way under budget for what they needed to do so they ended up only taking half pay and then they ran out of money and the game had to be delayed so for like three months they weren't pulling in any money and like how they were struggling to do this and they released this game and it just made enough to where you know they sold a, a fair amount and then fucking goat simulator comes out and sells over them anyway Good for the good simulator guys. I, I I think it had to do with like what you said though. That's the state of the PC mm-hmm. at the moment. You right. know, it's just something ridiculous like that yeah. is just great. Whereas you know, console players unfortunately <clears throat> kind of tend to want a lot more. Shovel Knight was on PC. Yeah, or it is on PC. It, yeah, it is, and yeah, you know, went to. That might be their problem though, is that it went to Wii U and 3DS. Mm, 3DS is a great platform. Wii U, by far, a great platform, but definitely but not, not in everyone's living room at the moment. Exactly. So. Anyway, I'm sorry. Goat Simulator on Xbox One, 360, or both? I'm not sure. It just said Xbox. It just I, well, I'm sure it said. If I had to guess, one. Mm-hmm. Um, most likely both. Right. If I had to guess, everything at at this day right now with the new with the next generation system seems to be releasing cross like on both platforms. Uh, Xbox One, yeah. Xbox One. Mm-hmm. It's only Xbox One. Uh, that's what it's saying. Okay. Well, yeah. There we go. So we'll get to see a lot of great goat fur. Great. <laughs> it could be bad. Okay, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> Come on. You, you had to okay. expect that. Okay. You yeah, had to yeah. expect Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, right. So, actually, I lied. That really wasn't my favorite announcement. <laughs> uh, my favorite announcement really was uh, the new game coming for Xbox One called Scream Ride, which is okay. very, very throwback to Roller Coaster Tycoon. Okay. It's a game about making futuristic roller coasters. Ooh. Yes. Like space like that okay, hold on. I went to Disney Quest when I was nine and I made a roller coaster with Bill Nye's help and then I rode that roller coaster like that. Okay, probably not that cool. Damn it. I mean is, Bill Nye. Is Bill Nye involved? I don't I don't think so. I okay, don't think so. So that right there just sell. negates it being as good. <laughs> um but no, I I'm just really glad to see a game like Roller Coaster Tycoon kinda of coming back onto the market. You saw they made, they released a trailer for Roller Coaster Tycoon World? Yes. So that's yeah. also coming. So back. it's really good that I'm I'm really glad these uh creative build your own kind of thing games are coming back, mm-hmm. especially to consoles. Thing. Interesting, yes. yeah, yeah, especially to consoles. Hmm. So, just some, just the type of game you don't really see on consoles. Yeah. Um. Another big thing as far as uh, Xbox announced in Gamescom was they will be the first system, at least announced so far, to have a terabyte hard drive. Yeah. And it will be bundled with a special limited edition. Call of Duty Xbox One Shocker. that'll come bundled with the game and have, of course, a 
console all colored like Call of Duty. Okay, so that's so that's not shocking. But the terabyte hard drive is great. <clears throat> yeah, Steven told me they they announced like six or twelve or something some number of new bundles for Probably. the holiday. Yeah, I'm sure and that's there's the first be a one ton. with the terabyte. Yeah, what do you call it? A T T a TB TB. TB. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's one like a TB. TB. One TB. It's a five hundred, I believe. No connect. Right. Yeah. Correct. A lot. None of these bundles had connect with them. No. They're. I mean, you know, it's very, very, very integral to the system. So they're uh-huh. not. So they're not putting in any of these things. So how am I supposed to yell at my like squad mates through my connect? It might be for the best. Yeah, you're probably right. It might be for the best. <laughs> um. But I guess we can go on ahead and get into the big controversy that the internet blew up on at Gamescom mm-hmm. on Rise of the Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. I think that's, that that game is called Tomb like T W O Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. T Tomb Raider. T Tomb Raider. Okay, so yeah. Microsoft announced that it's coming exclusively to Xbox this holiday. Right. Right. Fucking terrible name. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure she was rising in the first game. Oh, rising. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's one of those things. I think the internet kind of overreacted to a little bit. But Neil, I'm a PlayStation fan, and I love Laura Croft back with trying boobs. I play PlayStation. It's coming to Xbox. Well, well, then you'll get to play it in February 2016. Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. They were very. Phil Spencer even highly alluded to it. Didn't really come out and say it. But he was like, I don't, it's not my IP. I don't do anything with it. It's just coming out on Xbox this holiday season. Yeah. And, and well, I'm sorry, 2015 holiday. And see, here's the thing that, one thing that I think a lot of Sony fans can actually, should appreciate in a deal like this is a company like Crystal Dynamics can actually make a lot more money off of this game by releasing it exclusively to one console first. Only because, you know, a, a lot of this deal, it isn't just. You know, like you mentioned earlier, Microsoft going up to their doorstep with a bag of gold and going, clunk, it's ours. I mean, this money doesn't just really come in a form of a check. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes in the form of Microsoft maybe putting forth money towards the marketing or even development, development and sending yeah. people into the game to make sure it's polished and run yeah, well. Exactly, right. So, you know, ultimately, like what we're going to get is, you know, a lot of money for a, from a big corporation put into developing a, a title like Tomb Raider. And granted, it'll come on Sony later on, but this it still this has offers... that polish that Microsoft helped put on it. Exactly, yeah. and not only that, but it'll also help Crystal Dynamics because they don't have to forth put a lot of money into the development anymore. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of that money goes to the development. That's what Microsoft is going to be paying. Microsoft's for. like, right. you can't use Tress Effects 2.0 in that PlayStation version. We're paying for this Tress Effects, and you better only use right. it on ours. Right, yeah. <laughs> but you know, ultimately, I I think for a company like Crystal Dynamics, which ultimately a lot of people have to also realize, they probably had no say so in yes, where this went. This Square, was all a deal yeah. between Square and Microsoft. But but you know, with a company like them not having to put forth more money into development, like getting some help with it, that's gonna ultimately help them out, and that's good in the long run. See, Neil, that's why I like you. you always look at the positive silver lining. Well, things. you know, ultimately, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm a guy who wants it on PlayStation Four, right? But I'm willing to wait. You know, I understand. See, and it's it's not like I mean, come on, you really thought a series like Tomb Raider was gonna be exclusive to Xbox? I mean, it was also announced that something like Rise is coming to PC now. Now was an exclusive Xbox and Dead Rising Three. So, yeah, I but mean, that's the thing is Microsoft Game Studios is publishing those games. Yeah. So of course they're going to be 
first, you know, yeah. and and even still later on down the road that could not happen. Mass Effect ended up on PlayStation Three once the trilogy was, hit. And that was published by Microsoft. Microsoft. Exactly. So I mean, you know, it's you got to look at the positive side of this. Is, <laughs> this is helping Crystal Dynamics. And, True. Fair you know, enough. if you want a great third Tomb Raider game that's even better than the second one. There we go. Thur- this is, this is just through through three tomb tomb raider yeah, Tokyo drift. Yes. <laughs> oh god. And then the fourth one's just called Tomb Raid. Anyway, yes. yes. Tomb Raided. Tomb Raided. Yes, Terrible. it's actually the sequel where she's a grandmother. She sits back in her rocking chair and watches soap operas all day. So quick time events is actually the only thing the game is. The fourth one will be Tomb Raider and Robin. Oh god. <laughs> But yeah, you know, just look at the positive side of this. Is let it come out on Xbox first. Mm-hmm. That's that's fine. You have an Xbox One, don't you? I sure do. Well, there you go. But I'm probably still not going to buy this game. That's what, you're not even on PlayStation. I may. Maybe when it's like twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. it's I'll, understandable. You know, I, I I played it a little bit on PS3, and then I stopped because I got bored. And then I really? thought about picking it up on PS4 again, and then I just never did. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Square's just making a lot of weird decisions. I mean, there was the Sleeping Dogs remastered thing announced last week. And I, I, I've heard good things about Sleeping Dogs. Me too. That's such a yeah. it, it is weird a great game. thing to just, hey, we're remastering this. We have nothing yeah. to fill the November or October slot right. of this holiday, so let's just remaster People it. People haven't been ago. wanting Final Fantasy VII <laughs> remastered. <laughs> I mean, they haven't wanted anything like that, you know. So, I mean, Sleeping Dogs is the obvious choice. Of course. Well, we've already remastered Kingdom. Let's remaster Kingdom Hearts again. Well, why not? <laughs> PS4 Kingdom Hearts. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's happening on the PlayStation side of well, things? Well, PlayStation. PlayStation had a lot to announce as well. Um, one thing. Uh, let's see. Where where should we start with PlayStation? I mean, there's I, a lot I, of like, I haven't, little. I haven't heard anything tidbits, from PlayStation. Honestly, uh, so. Daisy has been announced to be coming to PlayStation Four. Interesting. Which is very interesting too, considering the PC version isn't even done yet. Yeah, it's still like still... a game in beta, and yeah, it is, I mean, it's early big. access. Yeah, but um, it, it's still really cool. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always interested in companies expanding their platforms. Yeah, get so. more people on it. I was really excited for Daisy. Two years ago, when it was like the mod for Arma, and then I started working this big boy job, and then I realized I'd love Daisy if I was 17 years old and still <laughs> in like high school where I had nothing to do. Yeah, I've watched a lot of videos of people playing Daisy, and it's that's fun to watch in like, itself. My 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 friends I had in high school, we would probably be all over that. It's just now it's hard. I wouldn't play that Daisy by myself. We all have such different work schedules. It's hard mm-hmm. to get. I, I mean, I'm trying to figure out how we're all gonna get together to play Destiny. You know, oh, like yeah. I can't imagine us getting together and just playing yeah. you know, Daisy for. And luckily, that's a game that you can probably play in short burst, unlike yeah. Daisy. Exactly. So that's pretty cool. Still, good for Rocket or whatever that dude's name is who's making that game standalone. So yeah, um, there was a new little twin stick shooter coming out that they announced called In Space We Brawl. Hmm. So um, just watched a little video on that. It seemed pretty interesting. A little blend of Geometry Wars action. You can never go wrong there, with Geometry kind of Wars action. Yeah, you, you really know. can't. <laughs> Those little top-down shooter, twin-stick shooters like that always catch my interest. Yeah, um, especially if there's a lot of shit like flying around on the mm-hmm. screen. Yeah, not literal shit like <laughs> shiny colors. <Just> shiny <laughs> colors. Yes. This one had a, quite a bit of that. Okay. Um, another interesting thing I saw was this game uh, announced coming out called Wild. Okay. Um, from the Ray Rayman creator Michelle Ansel. Interesting. A, a new game of his. Um, mm-hmm. so. While that's interesting, it kind of makes me wonder where the position of Beyond Good and Evil 2 is. Nowhere to be seen. Uh, like, unfortunate. But 
again, looking on the positive side, <laughs> games like this could just be helped to fund games <laughs> like go. Beyond Good and Evil 2. So, like your, but my wild, cynicism and your silver yeah. lining bullshit is like <laughs> polar opposites at this point. That's why, that's why we love to discuss things. That's right. You're absolutely um, correct. Vaughn's like falling asleep over here. Wake up, Vaughn. Um, I'm listening. It's all the <laughs> apple cider. Uh, <laughs> but no, it, it seemed pretty interesting. Like kind it. of like a, what, what was that recent game that came out on PS3? Was it Tokyo Jungle? Yeah. yeah where you so, play, yeah. And Wild is kind of the same thing. It's like you play as a whole bunch of different animals. Um, Michelle Ansel actually claims that the game world is the size of Europe. So seems really huge. Um, didn't really read much past that, but all I know is Michelle Ansel, game about animals. Hopefully beyond good and evil too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so going back to what we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. Demon Souls, Dark Souls, right? Bloodborne. They yeah. finally showed showed some gameplay of Bloodborne. They yeah, to it looked the really interesting. Was it? Uh, did you watch it? I watched, did they fix yes. all the screen tearing and frame drops? I didn't notice much of okay. screen tearing at all. I figured they would because uh, I think it's playable at Gamescom. Because yeah. what Steven and I saw at E3 was behind closed doors, and it was like a mess. Like there's a lot yeah. of. Screen. I mean, it was early. I, I mean, yeah. it's expected. That's why they this still it looks. To the I mean, quite honestly, this still looks a lot like a Demon Souls, Dark Souls game. Oh yes. Like it doesn't look like it has changed much from that no. formula at all. But it has um, it has more of a uh, Resident Evil kind of vibe. Yeah, and I noticed uh, I noticed a lot of uh, like RE4. quick weapon switching in uh-huh. it too, which because you have the blade that yeah. you swift it out and it's like this big long hit, or yeah. if it's in it's like this quick hits. Yeah, so. or sometimes it's like a giant pole with uh-huh. like an axe, like a giant axe. Yeah, it, it seemed pretty interesting, you know. And it, like so. I don't know, I I always have to see more of that, but I'm actually a little hyped for Bloodborne, not being into mm-hmm. the Souls games. Yeah. Looks Maybe cool. it's just the zeitgeist of everyone who loved the Souls games freaking out on it. But, I mean, I liked what I saw at E3, and it seemed, yeah, it seemed really cool. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so now we'll get into, I guess, like, the two things I'm most interested in that hit PlayStation 4. Should I do number two or number one first? Number two. Let's, 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 let's do save number, number two. one for last. Oh, yes. Okay. Of course. Well, number one's very biased of me. Oh, okay. So, well. <laughs> but but I still think a lot of people are excited Did they announce for it. Metal 5? It's not that. Damn it. Okay. No. Dang. It's not that. It is not that. Um, but number two, Until Dawn. A very cool looking blend of Heavy Rain meets... Uh, what was it? Oh, about? is that that one that's like the, Cabin in the Woods? Yes. Where, yes, where you like, have to keep the eight teenagers alive. <laughs> that, like you, like they're terrible Ooh, people you hate, yes. but it's, that's the yeah. point. I remember they showed that off a year or two ago, and I was like... Why does this look so hokey? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, to, that's the point. Supposed to be a PlayStation Move game, yes, correct? That, that's yes. It. Yeah, Apparently, yeah, yeah. they have completely. Oh, because that. it's not 2012, and no right. one gives a shit yeah. about Move yeah. anymore. And, and then they realize this isn't Wii, right? So people just want a controller. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that's so, still on PS3. They like redoing. I'm that pretty for sure PS4. it's just going to be on PS4 now. Okay, it's completely yep, moved. Um, it's been a few years since yeah. they showed that off. Kind of did yeah. the whole Final Fantasy versus 13 thing. Like It'll come out as until dawn fifteen, yeah. right? Yeah, something like that. But it seems pretty interesting. Yeah, um, I'm excited know. about that actually. Yeah, I'm sure it's gonna have something along the lines of heavy rain, where if Jason. more of them die, Jason, yeah, press X to kill, <laughs> you know, things like that. Um, but it seems pretty interesting. Hmm. Um, you know, multiple endings kind of thing. Um, so now my big excitement. Uh oh. Oh, you ready for this? I'm ready. Oh boy. A new Silent Hill game. Oh yeah, that was yeah. that was a pretty big move. But but I mean, it's not because it's Silent Hill. That's not why I'm excited. Mm-hmm. 
Kojima is doing it. That's that's what's the interesting part I heard. And also Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, so that's like starring Norman Reedus, who everyone says, you know what? No, screw Walking Dead. <laughs> he is not from Walking Dead. He is from Boondock Saints, my friends. <laughs> Boondock Saints. All sweet. The girls' panties are gonna get wet during this game. But man, like Kojima. I mean. That's so the, like you, you but, saw the great twist he was able to put in a new Castlevania game. I mean, imagine what he can do in something like Silent Hill, you know? That's called, and they actually yeah. just had an interesting tweet with Kojima where he said, yeah. you know, the the focus of this game, like at first, was to make you pee your pants, but then they kind of axed that idea. Now they want to make you shit your pants. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm really yeah. interested in this, you know, and, um, Silent Hill, I, I really enjoyed the first Silent Hills. <laughs> Has that S. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, Silent Hills is a series that, you know, I've, it's, you either love it or you hate it. And, and I've never played it. So I, I love the one and two and zero, but mm. I didn't really, uh, three was okay. Four and eh. homecoming didn't That's even try downpour. Quite honestly, I forgot about triangle face pyramid. pyramid yes, head. yes, yeah. famous from the movies. Yes, he is way scarier in the games. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm just quite honestly, I'm just really interested in seeing it, uh, mainly because of Kojima. But also, um, I believe on PlayStation Four they released a what they call a PT, a playable teaser. So basically, uh-huh. to get the tease of the game, you play the, you interact with the trailer. <laughs> what? Crazy. Yeah. That's so this is gonna be something I really will probably check out and be Should able to talk Kojima about. Kojima be finishing Metal Gear Five at this you know point. You know what? You know what? It's taking finished. a break. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or it's already finished. Yeah. yeah that's that's actually true. Yeah. No. He's he's you know he's he's a god. So, so uh, let's have like a, you know, a, let a Hideo Kojima product at the top of the Most box. Likely, yes. Silent Hill. You know? And again, Norman like, Reedus's digital face on the right. cover. Yes, and uh, Gilme Del Toro's <laughs> mind yeah. in it. That's, um, that's an interesting mashup. That's, so, yeah, that's it'll be good. it'll be an interesting mashup. I'm I'm really you know because I'm sure it's going to be Kojima story, Del Toro characters, mm-hmm. and Norman Reedus' face. And Norman so Reedus yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I haven't been this excited for Silent Hill in a long time. I wonder if this mm-hmm. is a current thing, we'll, a, a future thing we'll be seeing. So we have you know, Kevin Spacey in the new Call of Duty. We mm-hmm. had uh, Green Goblin and Ellen Page in that uh, Beyond Two Souls game. Right. So is, like, is this something we start seeing? Not just celebrities lending their voices, lending their themselves, their physical appearance. In I these mean, games. why not? It's it's a huge it's a huge art form these days. Uh, yeah, never been in a I, video game. Why not? It's just. When do we hit that uncanny valley level where it's like, okay, that's really kind of creepy. That, that that looks a lot like Kevin Spacey probably, talking about Probably Call once Duty. it gets to the point to where everyone you see in the game is someone you recognize. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So that's probably when they've taken it too far. Because it was so weird playing through L.A. Noir and you, you could tell some celebrities or minor celebrities, like, mm-hmm. you know, people like the guy, one of the guys from Heroes is in that game. Mm-hmm. I could totally tell that was him because the way they did the facial animations for the right. tells for L.A. Noir. So it started with that. Now it's just getting so much more realistic with these new consoles. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's just up to see, you know, just like the music game genre. It's just all going to take the industry running it into the ground until we <laughs> see. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So, um, that was pretty much nope. the, my, my excitement for Gamescom anyway. <laughs> I'm sure they had more. Uh, well, I know they had more. Yeah. It's just a matter of 
that's what I really found to. peaking and interesting. Mm-hmm. So, but I know they had uh, things announced like play, like a share play for PlayStation Four. What's that? Where, um, uh, say a game has online co-op. Apparently, you can play it with your friend full game without them owning it. Yeah, they talked about that with Far Cry 4 E3. Yeah. So they're like expanding that to other things. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. That's really smart because it's like no one wants to sit there and just tag along. It's like download play on your DS and 3DS. Yeah, that was like, always a great. I love. I used to. I mean, we used to sit there at GameWare and play Mario Kart on DS all the time because you yeah. had it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> because those were fun. Times. Like Far Cry yeah. 4, if my buddy is hopping on my little baby helicopter and flying around shooting things, like this is really fun. I need to go buy this, and you just sold a game for Sony or for Ubisoft, really. Right. Yeah. You know. So that's, yeah, that's I, really think smart I think it's. I think it's a great. Do that. I think it's a great thing for gamers and a great thing for them to advertise themselves. You know. Like, yeah, because, I mean, I was also a really bad pirate when it came to the Wii. <laughs> so I would pirate games, download them, play them, and then if I really liked it, I went out and bought it. So yeah. I mean, most people were like that for the Wii. The Wii is yeah. super easy to hack. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Soft mod, that thing. Thanks, Nintendo. Thank you. <laughs> now just make your handhelds region-free again. Please. <laughs> um, a little news from Iron Galaxy. The second season of Killer Instinct will be coming out on October the 15th. About mm. time. <laughs> Neil seems excited. Well, I just not. said about time because oh. I just, I mean, I don't own an Xbox One. I haven't I haven't played much of Killer Instinct. You have an it, Xbox One? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I do okay. not own okay. one. But it just seems like a game that people would have forgotten about by now, so. No, uh, we, Evo was like still like. Around like it was it was yeah, last it was on month. it was on finals day of Evo yeah, it was on finals day of Evo pretty, so there's cool. a there's a at least a handful of people that still really like that plus game, that's what so. I mean though as far as like casual people like yeah. myself well, and Adam you plus know, you I, have to I, remember, quite honestly I forgot a new Killer Instinct even came out yeah. <laughs> so. you have to remember that it was Twisted Pixel originally and then they got bought by Amazon mm-hmm. so they had to find someone else to make to keep making it so right. they got Iron Galaxy who does mm-hmm. Dive Kick and do the Third Strike reboot right. not reboot remake. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So that's the thing. Uh, we talked about a little bit about Hyrule Warriors last week and about those pre-order DLCs, and they announced who's getting what. If you want the Ocarina of Time garb, you have to go to GameStop. Uh, Amazon will have Twilight Princess, and Best Buy is going to have Skyward Sword. I will I shop ima- locally at Gameware. Oh yeah! <laughs> I imagine all of those will be able to be bought at some point, and oh, yeah. um, within like a month after release. Yeah. If you register on Club Nintendo, you also get an outfit. We forgot to mention that last week. Oh yeah. I think it's like a Ganondorf outfit or something. If you register on Club Nintendo, you get something. I imagine it's one of Ganondorf's outfits or somebody. I don't know. And then uh, we teased it earlier. That new character. Coming back to Smash 4 is... It is indeed Meta Knight. There it is. <laughs> indeed. Very controversial brawl character. Why is that? Because he was the most powerful, and he had no bad matchups if played correctly. So pretty much all of finals for every tournament should have been just Meta Knight versus Meta Knight. Didn't they ban well, if you him? play hard enough anyway, you should have no bad matchups. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Well, it depends on how good your character is, too, as well. It's like, you, you definitely won't be winning high-level, crazy, big-money tournaments with Ganondorf, because he's bad. What what made <laughs> no him so overpowered? Just the fact that his hitboxes just went everywhere. Just, mm. like, nobody could really effectively approach him. He could run away without any, like, problems at all. 
Was he kind of like the Yoda of Soul Calibur where no high attacks did anything? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like that, except like he just stopped you from hitting him because he was hitting you first all the time. (laughs) And there's not much you can really do to him, I guess. But yeah, he it was announced two days ago that he was coming back for Smash 4 and the internet went into a little bit of a frenzy for a little bit. <laughs> Why? I mean, this is expected, right? Like, everyone... Like, Meta Knight's not going to come back, of course, right? Of course, like, he was going to come back. Right, so why, why is everybody in a tiff? Because a lot of people thought, like, hey, maybe, like, the shitstorm that they gave Sakurai over Brawl, they, they were thinking uh, maybe he was going to get cut. But uh, the thing uh, is, uh, it's Sakurai. He created Meta Knight. <laughs> yeah. But it's also what we discussed earlier. What does Sakurai say about Smash Brothers? The party game. Yep. <laughs> That's why so he's, he's back. So he's not going to care what the competitive exactly. scene thinks. Mm-hmm. So he, just ban him. Yeah. Just ban him. He's going to put him back in there because y'all hate him. And just be like, <laughs> yeah, he's fuck a, those guys. They want to make my game not what it is. Well, I'm going to put their least favorite character back in there yeah, and make him even more powerful. <laughs> it, de- it depends on how powerful he makes him, I guess. He, he was banned for a little while, but then he was unbanned because, like, it just didn't matter anyway. So... <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but along with what you were saying about Hyrule Warriors, Tecmo is stating that they have long-term plans for the game, actually. Really? And they is, have it a, a, is it a 10-year deal with Activision? Uh, they didn't say anything along that, the lines of destiny. that, but they did say that they are already working on a large-scale expansion. I like how the term Termina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping Termina. That'd be great. They already have the moon. That'd so. be awesome. I like how people are bringing back the word expansion because there's like a taboo to DLC. Because <laughs> for Destiny, it's the expansion pass, right. not the yeah, season that's pass. True. So that's true. I people are trying that. to bring the, the 90s expansion back. <laughs> so that's yeah. interesting. I was already excited for Hyrule Warriors to begin with, but now like all this talk about like all the cool stuff that's coming out for it, I'm like super hyped. Oh, yeah. I think they're just excited oh, yeah. because this is like the most interested anyone's been in a Dynasty Warriors game I agree. ever. I They'd be agree. like, oh god, what do we, we need to, we need to make more things, we gotta, we gotta make more, we got expansion, yeah, yeah, just start, start doing it now, I don't care, we need, we need long-term plans, because people actually like us, guys, come on. Well, it's a universe that makes sense. Right. I mean, in Dynasty Warriors, yeah, there's like thousands of Chinese people you get to slaughter, but they didn't have magic back then. <laughs> now we get to see Hyrule then you, then in you a get, war, finally. Yeah, but then you also get, you know, Gundam. And it's yeah, like, we got that kind of works, but you can't fly! <laughs> but now you yeah. get Zelda. Like, yeah, we have like all these characters. You have magic. We, you have, we finally like, get to great. see what a war looks like in the land of Hyrule. Right. So yeah. it's like, this is too cool. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, also, I guess back oh. to Smash, they also did announce a 3DS XL bundle. Uh, for the that's UK, ex- mm-hmm. for the yeah, it's a special Smash 3D act, yeah, 3DS XL special edition Smash One for the UK, and it, and it comes mm-hmm. with the game already installed on it. Lame. So it's, no it's like the copy. it's like the Link Between Worlds one. Yeah, 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 I mean it's expected at this point. They haven't announced it for any other regions, but it'll probably come to other it'll, regions as yeah. well, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, and that's and that's one of their biggest games. There's yeah. there's gonna be a Wii U bundle, and it's gonna be like blue and have that Smash Circle ball on it so you know well so far it looks like it's red it has all the characters on it i'm talking about the wii u oh okay well Well, we're talking about the 3ds (laughs) speaking of the 3ds this has nothing to do with the 3ds um one of my favorite consoles had a birthday yesterday the sega genesis turned 25 years old wow it came out 
one month and three days before I was born. Wow. <laughs> wow. Sega Genesis 25. Happy birthday to the Genesis. I so love that the makes Genesis. Sonic 25. Was he a launch title? Sonic came out in 1991. Lies, so. lies. I lied. <laughs> Sonic, Sonic had a, bir- Sonic Sonic had a birthday not too long ago. Yeah. Um, let's see. That's Vaughn. You ha- did you have any other news, Vaughn? Uh, the, speak, seeing as how you said it had nothing to do with 3DS, back on the track of the 3DS. <laughs> uh, more Mega Pokemon have been announced this week oh. for the new. Uh, Omega Ruby or Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire Pokemon games. Five of them Why? have actually been announced. Well, Why? technically four of them have been announced, and Why? one of them was leaked. But we have Mega Salamence, Mega Altaria, Mega Lopunny, and the Korean site leaked Mega Slowbro and Mega Audino. Yes, because that's Mega's, what we needed. Hey, you, Mega one of those I recognize, and that was Slowbro. Slowbro. <laughs> Why not Slow King? I thought he was the, the the top one. They'll probably get the Slow King at some point. Because yeah. <laughs> pretty much like what it's looking like, they're just gonna make like they're gonna end up making Mega Stones for all the fully evolved Pokemon. How so, about we just get rid which, of all that shit and go back to no Mega Pokemon? I or would just like po- that too. Like it started out like as an okay idea, I guess. Now it just sucks. But well, actually, it's 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 always now just sucks. Now they're just releasing too many. So it's like, like what's when Pokemon? All, when, what's Pokemon gonna do when they run out of Mega Stones? They have? All it would Mega be like po- having thirty legendary Pokemon in a game. <laughs> it's like, but at the rate that they're going with all these Megas that they're releasing, we're gonna have like up to like seventy or eighty altogether whenever the new game comes out, and that's like way too many. That's that's ten percent of like the roster that we have, and that's just. All of the Pokemon, like of all mm. the fully evolved Mega Pokemon, that's like twenty percent. Yeah. So it's not even a special thing at this point. Yeah, it's not yeah. special. When anymore. all Pokemon are Mega, none of them are. Pretty much, the it's just gonna be like, well, that, that's Mega it's, Monsters. It's, it's, it, at that point, it's not even in the spirit of Pokemon anymore because it's just like, well, let me just raise all my dues so I could just use the Mega Stone now. Yeah, it's just I don't, I don't like this. I don't, I don't like this. It, it was. A decent idea gone bad, I guess. Not like this. Well, hey, as <laughs> yeah, you know, Nintendo like always stated Pokemon was never a tournament game, but a casual <laughs> party game. So, <laughs> well, considering Game Freak does actually have the video game championship series, which the uh, the finals is this weekend, by the way, I forgot to mention that. Uh, oh, the the world champion. I guess they do kind of take it a little bit seriously. <laughs> so Game Freak has their own sponsored tournaments, but interesting. Cool. I don't know. I don't like this. I don't like the whole Mega Pokemon thing. I think it's stupid. I think they need to rethink this idea and just try and do something else that's new because it's becoming very over centralizing to the game that we all grew up playing. Like make I a full blown adventure for consoles. That'd be nice. Yeah, that would that would be great. That would be <laughs> wonderful. I've been wanting a console Pokemon game for a long time. Just re-release console. Blue and Red. You know? Well, they did that already. <laughs> but I mean, for consoles. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Okay. Speaking of Pokemon, Mm-mm. this has nothing to do with Pokemon. <laughs> uh, Assassin's, again. Assassin's Creed Unity, it's going to have microtransactions. Oh, is it? To apparently to fast track, with my finger quotes, uh, to get unlocks early, 
you can pay them money. Remember back in the day when you go online and like write down all the cheat codes and for like Grand Theft Auto, you'd have like unlimited guns and let's go back even further. Remember when you had to buy a game genie book? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you just <laughs> pay them and they'll just do it for you. They say it's yeah. not going to compromise the main title, but it's always okay. I'm Mr. Cynical here. So I don't know Mr. Silver Lining over here is going to say, but it always seems like something's going to be compromised I'm, to make you spend money. I mean, I may be Mr. Silver Lining, but I am in no way a fan of microtransactions. Especially when um, you're about to buy a $60 product. Yeah, I, I mean, that's just... That was, yeah, that was announced at... Um, that just takes the fun out of everything. At Gamescom with uh, OXM. Yeah. They, they, they spoke with them. Senior producer Vincent Pontbriand commented... I mean, I guess as long as it doesn't... This is pretty you know, much as far as... As long as it doesn't affect the true core of the game, I'm okay with it. But, you know, there are some games that are, you know, the free-to-play with microtransactions for mobile. Mm -hmm. You know, like one game dirty. recently that I've played a lot is Dino Hunter. <laughs> okay. You know, on the iPhone. And while a fun game, you, you only get, like, ten bars of energy. Everything you do uses one or two. So after about ten minutes of playing the game, you can't play it for a little while because you mm -hmm. have to let it recharge... Unless you pay, of yeah. course. So uh, you know, it's just like when it comes down to games like that. But that's that, free to play, right? It's free to play, or it's yes. free to download, not really yeah. free to play. Right. But this is a sixty-dollar game that will. I mean, EA, EA did this shit not too long ago, with like Madden and, and Mass Effect Three, and everyone raised hell. So yep. now Ubisoft, whatever. So that that's gonna be fun. I guess it's one of those things they look at it as you can raise all the hell you want. But you're still gonna do it. But you're still going to, yeah. Until those people who don't, I, I guess the people who buy it outweigh the people who don't. Mm -hmm. So, um, let's see. There's a rumor flying around that Nintendo's working on a remaster for 2015. Majora's Mask, Majora's Mask remastered. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I mean, it's the only thing that's been in talks by them. Yeah. So they keep trolling us with that, though. Yeah. Like. Mm -hmm. The uh, I mean, it's just some... Um, I just, quite honestly, though, I want to know where this came from, because I remember Majora's Mask being the bane of Zelda games when it first came out, and, like, I loved it. Mm -hmm. But I remember everyone game. hating it. Kind of like Wind Waker. Like, Wind Waker is all of a sudden praised, but I remember it being hated for its cartoon style. It was because those were the first two that came out after Ocarina of Time made its debut. I guess, so but... There were, everyone was trying to compare Zelda games to uh, Ocarina of Time. I guess this is so. where we go back to what we talked about earlier, how we just... I don't... I don't yeah. play it for what it isn't. Yeah, we play for what they... We play games for what, what they, they are. I mean, so of yeah. course, take this with a grain of salt. Apparently it's some tweet that's not... This looks French... It says, someone's just let me in on a crazy secret. And it says, you're going to love it, but it's a remaster. It's perfect to fill gaps in the lineup. Really big end. We'll have one game per month in 2015. Hmm. So what one game do you want to see remastered by Nintendo Neil Bonham? Ooh, wow. Ooh, wow. <laughs> oh, no. Easy. Easy. Mario Sunshine. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's one thing I'm surprised hasn't been a thing yet. Yeah, definitely feel the gap between whatever especially the especially since team the is internet making. hated it back in the day. They They'll probably love it love now. It now. So <laughs> the, let's uh, see some Sunshine HD or a second one <laughs> at least. No, because the, the Galaxy team just made 3D World and they're working on whatever's next. So this will help fill that Mario itch with yeah. Sunshine HD. So that's a good answer. Vaughn. I was gonna say Mario 64. <laughs> <laughs> no, Vaughn, try again. <laughs> but we already said a Mario game, so um. Well, but that's what you want to see. That was the question. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, okay. I want to see a real Luigi's Mansion game come back in HD. 
Because Luigi's Mansion 2 sucked balls. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> what do you think, Neil? Were you a fan of that game? I liked it. Okay. Stop. Okay. <laughs> Did I like it as much as one? No. Okay. That's so. a good answer. So no, it's not a good answer. <laughs> it is a good answer because no, technically he's right because none of us liked it as much as we liked the first one. <laughs> no, but I hated it. I lament playing. So what you game. hate about it? Okay, so when I played Luigi's Mansion One, mm -hmm. it wasn't as long, and that mm -hmm. was fine because to me. The story was unfolded to you as you explored the mansion. The mansion itself was a character in that game. Right. And as you explored it, you went to the different rooms, saw different family members, and you didn't have things just blatantly telling you what's going on. It was fun to explore, see what was going on, kind of like a Resident Evil game, mm -hmm. but for, you know, children. Mm -hmm. Luigi's Mansion 2. Got a different answer, but keep going. Luigi's Mansion <laughs> 2 was just like fucking, like Ghostbusters, but bullshit. Where it was, let's go to all these different mansions. I understand it was on a portable system, so they probably made that decision for this. But you play for 15 minutes, you finish whatever, they pull you back out, you go back in, and the mansion is completely different, kind of, with different rooms unlocked and locked. You're not exploring anything, you're just going on this linear path and doing what they want. They pull you back out, and throw you back in. Now it's filled with spider webs you're supposed to burn down, magic. Mm -hmm. like, and it's just, it had no soul. It had no sense of exploration it was and just for a ghost game that's weird <laughs> you're right <laughs> and it just i i, I did not like no, that, that game that, that actually that actually all. makes a lot of sense and um you know like you're absolutely right in that. and that's that's actually the reason why i didn't <laughs> like it as much is i'm right. with you like I, I feel like the one mansion had more character i really mm -hmm. like the exploration of the one mansion i really like the non-linear plus sense the fact, of the first one However, <laughs> I just had fun with the second one. I mean, I mean really, that's quite only the, like it, it might just be the fact that ten like you know after fifteen yeah. year old Neil like just really wanted it. Like, yeah, and you I, know, I I was really so wanted to do the Witch excited Mansion. for this game, so. but the first because there are five mansions in that game. The first one was actually a mansion. Mm -hmm. The rest was like a factory and yeah. a clock and a treehouse. Like no, like what? Yeah. What is this? Yeah, no, I, I, I completely understand. Anyway, I'm sorry, Vaughn, yeah. you had a point to make? Well, I like the boss battles of the game. No, fuck you, that was terrible too. <laughs> Everything about that game was bad. <laughs> uh, but uh, thinking yeah. back, I actually came up with a different game. I would actually like to see Super Smash Bros. Melee remastered. <laughs> Already that happening, come on. <laughs> so, like what? the actual game of Melee, because like, that would like make so many competitive players happy and it would make so many casual players happy because it's like everyone grew up like playing like the first match and then like when melee came out everybody was like oh there's a sequel to this game oh my god we're gonna get it you know what's funny if you go on like metacritic and read old reviews for smash 64 they are terrible people hated that game it has like it's like i said in a 70 on well, metacritic well, people it, are like what is this weird shit why is pikachu fighting mario why is there no life bar this is weird this is different i don't like this and then melee comes out it's like 90 fucking seven you know everyone <laughs> loves it once it hit but at first no one likes smash brothers so i wonder like this actually brings up another and i mean this may be a little off topic but it just made me think of this as far as smash brothers and stuff like mario kart 8 already being out mm -hmm. what do you think the possibilities of something like nintendo releasing something like mario kart 9 also on Wii U. Ah, because mm. we've only had one Mario, Mario Kart, Kart per, per system, system ever. 
Smash uh, Brothers as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like one of those things like where a lot of these big titles like that are like I mean we've I mean with Wii U, we've already had the next Mario game. Mm-hmm. The next Zelda game is next year. This year we had Mario Kart 8, Donkey Kong. The only and yeah, Smash, Smash Brothers, Brothers coming out. So it's like I'm, I mean, I wonder when it's going to be time for Nintendo to actually release multiples of a well, series. They've, they've done that with like a couple of se- a couple of series already. Mario Galaxy like, they uh, had two of them on there. Yeah, Mario Galaxy yeah. had two on the Wii, and Zelda had two on the GameCube. So did Metroid. Yeah, and, so did Metroid. And two on the 64. Majora and Ocarina. Yeah. The only reason and Metroid I, also had two games on the Wii as well. Well, Zelda yeah. was never really. If you count other M's. Well, Ze- yeah. Zelda Zelda is one that they typically put at least two on every console. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But you know, with like Mario iterations, I mean, the first one had three. Mm-hmm. The second like, one had two. The 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 cash cows is what you're saying. Like the the big the not off- not even necessarily the cash cows, but but like I said, like Mario Kart has like even as huge of a series as it is, they've still managed only to release one. But Mario Kart this time around seems very early for Nintendo. The only reason I don't think they will this time is I really think they're already pushing the, the next console. Mm-hmm. They want to get distance themselves from Wii U. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. trying they to get the Wii U out for the door. one or two more years. Get that Zelda game out and on to the next one. Man, you this actually brings back some good memories of the E3 we went together. And <laughs> yeah, back got, in eleven, got, yeah. got to uh, got to sit there, third row, front and center of Nintendo. And you yeah. remember the big discussion we had was like before we even knew the name and everything. The mm-hmm. the, the big hint was all on their website. It was called the new the, Nintendo. The Nintendo. And I think that's really smart. Like they need to go back and rebrand the NES name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, make it the Nintendo <laughs> Entertainment this, System. Stop with you this know? Wii crap. And, uh, <laughs> I, I Super mean, I remember Super being, Wii would have been fun. I was a fan of Super Wii. Super Wii, Super Wii would have because been interesting. Because yes. you have your Nintendo, but then the Super, Super Nintendo, Nintendo comes out, and you can't have this Nintendo shit. And then the next Super, this is the Super Nintendo. Then you can release like the Wii sixty four, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Wii Q. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's. Yeah. But no, I mean, yeah, I, I, you're I, right. It, it did yeah. come out early because I needed to save it. And Mario Kart 8 was good, except the times I want to throw my controller through the television. What but, Mario Kart is that? Yeah, but I, <laughs> I can see, I could see them doing that. I just don't really them seeing it with the Wii U. Yeah. I think they you're want right. To get rid it seems like they're trying console. to get all of their AAA titles for Wii U out and done, and mm-hmm. then they're on with the next thing. Exactly. Smash is yeah. pretty early this time around too. Yeah. Smash. Yeah, Melee Smash. was actually really Melee early really in the in the life of the game. No, game, no, Smash. Uh, Brawl came out in the beginning of '08. Well, and talk, the Wii came out the, in 06. I'm, I'm yeah. talking about but, like but for, Melee for, came this, out. for this rendition of Smash, though. It's kind of early-ish. Yeah. Melee um, came out within like the first four months of the game. Yeah, and the, the Wii U's been out for two years by the time Smash yeah. comes out. So Yeah, well, I guess that oh, makes yeah, it's sense. Hard to believe but like, Melee, was, Melee was super early in the life of the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Interesting. Uh, so I think that's all the really the news. I, like I said, I didn't. I was busy this week. I wasn't able to look up news. So if we miss something, we'll just have it as the intro question next week. Um, right here on NeoGaf, this says Shu Yoshida says PS4 will be heavily focused on a TGS, which is next month, Tokyo Game Show. So we'll expect more things from that, which makes sense because they're based out of Japan. Hopefully, they work on their PlayStation Now beta pricing. And yeah. how that just ultimately works. <laughs> yeah, that's that's you know. I mean, quite honestly, I wouldn't be like, why not just charge us like ten bucks a month to have a Netflix style service? That's where most I mean, things are going to be going. I I really think. I mean, that's where I think EA went brilliantly with their decision. They just need to get more. You won't hear me say that often. <laughs> yeah, no, that EA that EA um access all access thing is definitely a great a, idea. Yeah. yeah. 
and people do it. I mean, it sucks. It's last year's models, but I mean, they're not going to give you the new stuff. The only cool, <laughs> but thing, their New Year models aren't out yeah, yet. So. Exactly. <laughs> but but you know, being able to play the games early, even if it's only for a couple of hours, is definitely what you can do to draw people in. Yeah. And you, I forget the one thing we didn't mention a couple of weeks ago on that is you get a ten percent discount on EA games Whoa. if you buy them digitally with that. That's really cool. So I mean, it's five bucks a month. You buy one EA game, that's five bucks you save, six bucks you save. Boom. Which also goes back to what we discussed two weeks ago, the downfall of physical media. Exactly. <laughs> so, if we miss some news, sorry. We'll uh, we'll catch up with it next week. So, new releases. A lot of people talk about the summer drought. Yeah, I've even mentioned the summer drought. But there are a lot of games coming out next week. Like, mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, they're not like huge AAA games. But still, that doesn't games matter. worth something. So, next week, uh, Tales of Zillia 2 hmm. coming out on PlayStation 3. Sweet. I haven't played once at Symphonia, but... You can get that for $15 right now, one and two, on PS3 digitally, as a part of the anime sale. Until uh, the 18th. I like physical. Okay. <laughs> Diablo 3 <laughs> Ultimate Evil Edition I'm comes excited out on about PlayStation that. 4 and Xbox One. Are, you, are y'all picking that up? Mm, I Maybe not day one, but... Okay. Well, I'm going to be out of town day one, but I'll be picking that up when I get I back to town. I definitely do want to play it because I've I been wanna... wanting to play Diablo 3 and have not had the PC to do uh, so. the same way. So, when you play this on PS4? Talk to another one You're of right. our friends because right. he may be wanting to get it at some yeah. point. Yeah. But Di- I mean, Diablo will hold me over for about a month until Destiny comes out. Then fuck that shit. So, yeah. Right? <laughs> no, nah, I'm sure I'll go back and forth. It's just hard. Those are both... I don't want to play Diablo by myself. I really don't want to play Destiny by myself. So those, to me, are both multiplayer-focused games, so it's hard to get all this together. But mm-hmm. I think I finally have enough friends now who have a PS4 that I can scrounge some people together to play these games. Uh, let's see. One in ten million. That was another thing Sony announced at Gamescom. They have sold ten million PS4s Shit. worldwide. Yeah, that's a lot. Come on. Come that's on, Square Enix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sword Art Online Hollow Fragment coming out on PlayStation Vita. Hmm, I may Sounds pick that made up. up. I like the I like the anime. So I say I've heard you talk about that on our weekly anime podcast. Um, <laughs> Counter Spy, the final game of the like PlayStation summer Play Summer Play Summer, summer Arcade, Arcade, whatever they call it, that comes out um, on Tuesday as well. These are all Tuesday. I don't know if I mentioned Hoko-Kum that. looks really interesting. Okay, so I wanted to play Hokokum this weekend or this week, but I went to download it. And it was like, we can't find this. I actually so I, think I read an article about some people having okay. trouble with so that. So I went to the store, and it was like, purchased. I was like, okay, where's the download button? Fuck you. Don't know. <laughs> I remember reading an article, uh, or glancing and seeing an article about a problem people were having with a PlayStation 4 game. And I, I'm guessing that was uh, it. I'm about to look that up, because yeah. I was going to check that out. No. Call them, uh, you know, you make your, your Vita fix for free, or, yeah. um, you know, maybe a free game out of this. Yeah, because I want my ho comb. Uh, so that's Counter Spy. That sounded really bad. Yeah, <laughs> something with Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, I'll have to edit that one for the children. Yeah. <laughs> Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare is finally coming to PlayStation About Four. Time. That game is yeah. actually pretty fun. Yeah. I bought that on Xbone. Yeah, and I've been uh, waiting on that to come out to PlayStation. It's fun. I love the Plants vs Zombies series yeah. on my phone. One of the few mobile games I've actually. Mm-hmm beaten through and through. So. Only problem is I have no friends with an Xbox One, so that kind of got old playing by myself for a while. <laughs> I need to call one of my EA friends and see if I can um, put, put that. Um, let's see. The Last Tinker City of Colors coming out on PlayStation 4. That is 
Definitely interesting looking. It's a colorful third-person platformer by Munich-based indie developer Mimimi Productions. Hmm. And that's all I have. It was originally released uh, in May on computer. So now it's coming to PS4. PS4 is getting a lot of these weird little indies. Sony's really working hard with dev relations on getting all these indie titles. That's really cool. Doesn't uh, Infinite have a game coming out? I have no Soon idea. Too? Gunpoint, maybe? Gunpoint's coming out PS4? I don't know if it's on PS4, but I know it's his other thing that he's working on besides... Um, I mean, Gunpoint was out a couple a year or two ago on PC. I mean, it may be a different title. But it's his other project besides Mighty Number no. 9. Oh, um, but Inafune did Gunpoint? Yeah. Are you sure? Is I mean, is that Gunpoint developer Tom Francis? I think okay, I may not be. Game. Well, we'll look up Infinite and see what. Because I know he just released like the other game he was working on besides Mighty Number no. Nine. I didn't know he was soon. working on a new game. Gunvolt. Gunvolt. There we are. There we go. Gunvolt hits eShop August 29th for fifteen dollars. Okay. There we go. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know he was working on another game. Gunvolt, Revolt, Gunpoint, you know. <laughs> When's Mighty Number no. 9? Never. Not till like spring of next year, unfortunately. That, I was a Kickstarter backer for $120, though. So. I did, I'm ready. What'd you, wait, what'd you get for $120? Uh, like the physical strategy guide, oh, art book, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I went up to 60 to get the box copy. Yeah, I got the box copy, got like the special gold transformation, yeah, name yeah, of the yeah. game, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. What, uh, what system are you getting it on? Come on now. Wii U? No. You have to get on Wii U, man. Get it on no. PlayStation 4. Oh, whatever. It's got to be Nintendo <laughs> consoles. Mega Man. You got to get that shit on Nintendo consoles, man. son. I guess PlayStation is acceptable once we get to, like, Mega Man 8. Or hey. X4? No, Mega Man 8. We'll keep it there. Mega Man 8. X4? Is X4 on PlayStation 3? Yes. PlayStation? X4, X5, Thanks. and X6. Okay. Yep. All on PlayStation 1. Let's see. And then... And 8. <laughs> and 8. <laughs> and 9 and 10. Uh, Hotline Miami is coming to PlayStation 4 on Tuesday. Excellent. Mentioned that earlier. The Golf Club, which is a great pun. Do you only get one? Well, it's a club for golfers. It's a pun. I thought you'd get to choose one. (laughs) Like Drive Club, Golf Club. Anyway, that's coming out on Xbox One. Driver Club. Driver Club. Yeah. Drive 3R Club. (laughs) To Drive 2 Club. Xbox One and PC. No one's going to we listen to this week's Miami? episode. <laughs> yeah, Hotline Miami. We mentioned, it, we mentioned it twice already, right? Three times, Hotline all Miami. Right, now three times. <laughs> Those are all on Tuesday. A lot of releases this Tuesday. Wednesday, you can get a game called Doorways the Underworld on your PC. Is that about Doorways to the Underworld? I'm going to assume so. It looks kind of scary. Doorways the Underworld is a first-person horror adventure game by Sailbot Studios. This game sports Oculus Rift and a gamepad controller. Hmm. It was released on August 20th, or will be released on August 20th, for PC, Mac, and Linux. Was released, that's not correct grammar, by Sailbot Studios. Sailbot. And then also on Thursday, Shadowgate on PC and Life Force on Wii U. And that's... As in, like... From Konami? Yeah, the old NES game that yeah. was like Gradius. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Gradius. Oh, boy. Famed maker of Gradius 5, um, Radiant Silver Gun, and Ikaruga apparently has a new game coming out for PlayStation 4. Oh, boy. 
Another game I could rip my hair out at. Of course. <laughs> what little hair I have. I forget the name of it, but I do remember seeing a tidbit about it. So for all you shmup fans out there, you should be very excited. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited but very sad at the same time. Because <laughs> I know I'm going to want it. But at the same time, I know I'm going to get very frustrated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Life Force first came out in 1987. Mm-hmm. Originally called Salamander. Yes. In Japan. Yes. So that's your new releases for next week. Do y'all want to answer some emails? Yeah. Email. Email. Well, I probably shouldn't email. do oh, Hey, <laughs> Hey, copyright. Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. Our favorite emailer from across the Pacific, Anthony from Tokyo, Japan, writes in. He sent us some cool pictures um, he took on his phone when he was at Super Potato in Tokyo. What? So I'll be sure to post those up. He said I can post those up on uh, our Facebook page. Another plug, facebook.com slash GameWareExpress. <laughs> Tell your friends, hit that like button. Yes. Yes. Um, Anthony always brings a lot of questions and they're always super great so here we go uh, I had mentioned music in my last email referring to O'Donnell from Mungie getting fired and maybe it's because my father is a musician but music is super important to me in the games I play Absolutely. what games have your favorite music also which games had the worst music favorites uh, it's hard to pick a favorite oh yeah i have quite a few favorites obviously rock band is has my favorite music it's got my lincoln park yet it also has some of my worst music (laughs) anyway um we were just talking before the show how amazing and how much i love the music at shovel knight oh yeah like go on yacht club's games website and buy that soundtrack you can pay what you want Mm -hmm. you should give them something please at least pay a dollar yeah so i I mean i really love that I, i didn't grow up really paying attention to music a lot in games you know my dad was also a musician it's just something i never listened for mm-hmm. but i've really started to appreciate soundtracks and music in games a lot more recently like of course like sonic 2 soundtrack sticks in my head just because i played it so much so i'd probably like to say that's one of my favorite just because i you know how much yeah. I, I played that game yeah absolutely well that means it i mean it had great music yeah so. it did so Vaughn, what were you going to say? You have two favorites. Well, no, I have too many favorites. Oh, to, like, too many pick favorites. From, I'm sorry. But, I mean, like, the, I think the soundtracks that always stick out for me the most that I could keep listening to forever and ever and ever is definitely Donkey Kong Country's 1 and 2. Okay. Yep. Just good music all around. Done Does by, have done the DK by my favorite. No, that's ah. DK64. Oh, damn it. Okay. <laughs> but just done by my one of my favorite video game music composers, David Wise. Mm-hmm. It's like they kicked them out for DKC3, and that's why that music was as uh. good. So, <laughs> But definitely DKCs 1 and 2 were my favorites. I don't know what my worst is, though. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of a worst. Like I, like I said, I don't pay Yeah, usually it's forgettable at that point. Yeah, so exactly. I guess it's just games that you kind of tuned it out that you would think has like, really bad I guess, music. I guess Battletoads, because I didn't want to <laughs> keep listening to the music while I just died over and over again. Yeah, that'll definitely ruin <laughs> that for you. Um, also, I forgot. I can't believe I forgot. One of my favorite composers, Shoji Meguro, the composer for Persona and Catherine and all those. I love yeah. all of those soundtracks. All of that music is so awesome. Yeah. Like I can listen to Persona and the Catherine soundtrack over and over. Again. It's oh great. yeah. Yeah. What about you, Neil? Well, um, obviously Umata has done some amazing work in games. Uh, most notably, though, I absolutely love the soundtrack to Final Fantasy VIII. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely absolutely gorgeous music mm-hmm. um other than that <laughs> katamari damacy 
Oh, yeah, Katamari. Really? Uh, yeah. That's just great. An absolutely brilliant. <laughs> so so many catchy songs. Yes, and I, I don't know if recently y'all saw where they started doing um, mashups with Katamari Damacy's original <laughs> soundtrack no, with um, like putting rap lyrics on top of it. <laughs> it is amazing how well uh, it works. That's great. I really, I really like Touch My Katamari soundtrack a yeah. lot too. Yeah. I didn't play I mean, much Katamari Damacy, in general. But yeah, just Katamari in general. Great, but great uh, but what really sticks out to me is the very first game. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the first game, you just didn't know what was going on. <laughs> and then of <laughs> course you know there's just other music like Shadow of the Colossus. It's just mm-hmm. completely. I mean, everything about that game is epic. Yeah, especially I'll, the music. I'll throw this one out. You criticize Kingdom Hearts. I like that Kingdom Hearts music. Kingdom Hearts. So. Yeah. Did you ever go to Distant, World, Distant Worlds for Final Fantasy music? That concert? It's like video games live, but it's Final Fantasy music. I have Distant listened Worlds. to the Black Mages. Okay. Which which is I guess really good. That. Yeah, that's like uh, Umatsa is actually in the band. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, he is the keyboard player, but yeah, it's like, you know, basically metal that's awesome. Final Fantasy music, so it's pretty awesome. The Hyrule Warrior soundtrack, a little bit we heard in that direct, was fucking awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, quite honestly, anything that Nintendo has pretty yeah. much made music of. Uh, one thing that I really loved that Nintendo showed at E3 was uh, Yoshi's uh, Holy Woolly World. World. Mm-hmm. One thing that really drew me in about that trailer was the music. And that game is fucking adorable. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Too, but, <laughs> but ultimately, the music was the one thing I was highly impressed with in mm-hmm. that game. Yoshi's Island also has some really good music. If you can get past Mario screaming into your speaker. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not music. That's just noise. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Dudstep. yeah we'll go with that (laughs) okay question two yes what games if any have made you um have made you have an emotional response like crying are there games that have made you angry not because they're frustrating but because of the narrative or story uh the beginning of last of us (laughs) got pretty yeah, I, I pretty mean, emotional playing that again recently. It's like the feels. I mean, again, I didn't, you know, I don't want to go too far into spoilers, yeah, no. but but the whole Capitol Dome scene. Yep. Just especially playing it again this time around, being able to see the just just how they they could implement her mm-hmm. eyes watering. And yeah. Just you being able, like, it, it's not so much showing you, but you actually feeling what was going on. And mm-hmm. yeah, that game. But ultimately, I. Cannot lie, going back to old Final Fantasy glory. <laughs> Fifth grade Neil definitely lost his shit when Eris got killed. So. I still never played seven, but of course, like, everybody knows that happens at this point. Big, 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 <laughs> We've big, announced a whole bunch of spoilers moment. in this one. Yeah, well, if you didn't know that. I mean, that's like in spoiling that the Titanic sinks in the movie. I mean, come on. <laughs> I think I think Sheik started it all. <laughs> yeah. You cried when Sheik appeared? <laughs> Talk about the spoiler thing. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's, uh, it, it's hard because, like, I mean, I want to say even, uh, like, the very end of Shovel Knight, the very, very end of Shovel Knight. That right last over. Scene, that last scene. Yeah, that last scene, like, I like right in the field. I don't think I cry, but, I, like, I yeah, right, right in the, the fields. Yeah. yeah. And if you played Shovel Knight in, like, the very last scene, you know what I'm talking about. 
there are so many games that I could say that I've cried to because of the feels thing, but like a uh, Mario Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> there was one part with the uh, with the whole Rosalina. Yeah, the story. storybook. Yeah, yeah, that was dude. Little... I mean, I, I cried when Nintendo showed the new Zelda trailer at this E3. Right. I mean, that that was that definitely made my eyes water. Well, definitely I mean, it was just in in the beauty of it. I mean, I got goosebumps when like the music starts and they like that comes out and you're like, oh mm. fuck, here we go. Like, yeah. <laughs> But I guess one game that like sticks out to me that I felt like I had the most feels for was probably Odin Sphere. Okay. It's mm-hmm. like that's the narrative of that whole game was had like it just took on this whole like fairy tale it's a fairy tale story, but it's also like a super like serious tone throughout like the whole thing. It's just mm-hmm. like there's bad things happening all the time. <laughs> it, but like it has like a really good ending at the end of it. It just all comes like at once. Right. And so it's just like, oh it's so good. Speaking <laughs> of games that deserve an H D remaster. Odin's figure. Yeah, I I think so too. Definitely. I mean that game is still a beautiful PlayStation mm-hmm. two game. Mm-hmm. Any y'all can think of for like get your blood boiling. I'm trying to, I'm trying to rack my brain. I can't I'm trying to think. Like, what do you mean? Just got you upset to where like you couldn't yeah, like, play that guy, it anymore? No, like, I think I'm he means like that character's a total dick what he just did. Like I'm angry at him. You know what I'm saying? Like oh. the narrative made you like upset because of what happened. Not that you just keep dying over and over. There again. are definitely games hmm. that like that have done that to me, but I don't remember yeah, completely I, I'm off having the top a hard of my time. brain. Um a, a lot of characters do that in Metal Gear. Really? Yeah, that's kind of get your That's something your I believe. Play. I have like all of them on Vita and I haven't played yeah. any of them yet. Yeah, that's a, that's, a good that's something I need to play. Probably, again, the la- like so many feels in The Last of but Us. But there, yeah, and, there, and there's just some that quite honestly I don't know if I want to say because. Yeah, those are spoilers. Yeah. But like this, like the restaurant towards the end with. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we have to be like super vague here. But <laughs> like with that character and what he did. Yeah. Like anyway, when that 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 guy did that thing, I was so mad. Oh. Yeah. Oh. The guy with the hair. Yeah. Okay. Got the hair. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of good stuff. It's just hard to say some of them without ruining. Yeah. Now, it's games scenes. that actually got my blood boiling. Stuntman. <laughs> um, NFL Street. I played that a lot, and it was really hard getting some of those challenges when I was mm-hmm. like 12 playing that game. Mm-hmm. Also, pimp my ride on Xbox 360 because I purchased okay. that game. Yeah, I was about to say that should just get your blood boiling it, yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mega Man X. You didn't six. get that from GameWare. There's no way we wouldn't have <laughs> no. allowed you to buy that. It's game. funny. I bought that at Walmart, and the guy still tried to talk me out of it. But I was like 13 and loved the show, <laughs> so I just had to buy. It. He's like, "This isn't really good." This I love great. Exhibit Man. <laughs> X to the Z. Mega Man X Six definitely was the game that I experienced while like in the earlier college days. Where I was just mad at the whole game. Wow, really? <laughs> I was I was mad because like it felt like it was a rom hack. Yeah, <laughs> this it's and the story was shit. <laughs> the, all the characters were stupid. And it was this, this is the last one, right? <laughs> it was supposed to have been the last one, I didn't, but like, then X Seven and X Eight came out. I didn't know they made X Seven. Correct me if I'm wrong. PlayStation Two. Oh. I do remember X5 and X6 coming out very close to each other. Yeah. X5. Like within months. X5 should have been the last one. And they were like, no, nah, let's make X6. And that yeah. should have been the last one because that leads to the Zero series. And they were like, no, nah, we're just going to make these other games I've on played, the PlayStation 2. <laughs> yeah, I've played X6 and like I don't remember any of it. But I, I think that has to do with it because I, I, like, <laughs> I remember it coming out within months of X5. Maybe that just might be of when I played X5, but... 
Yeah, I, was, I don't know. That, that that game was not good. I did not <laughs> like that game. It's, it's, the the final boss was just a jackass, and he was just stupid. I, I hated that game. The game was <laughs> bad. <laughs> that's my that's my answer to that one. Okay, <laughs> let's move on before we rage anymore. <laughs> uh, question three we've had before, but I think it was a show where me and Steven were on, so I'm interested to get y'all's two's takes. Y'all's two's takes. Uh, best in game mini game. Ever. In-game minigame. Mine is obviously Blitzball. We've discussed this before. Blitzball was definitely fun. I love some Blitzball. On the most recent episode of the Giant Bombcast, Jeff Gersman was talking about how much he hated Blitzball. And I was like, you are wrong, sir! It's probably because he sucked at it. (laughs) He's also like 40 and hates everything. (laughs) But no, yeah, I, I, I played a lot of Blitzball. I was really excited to boot up 10 HD just to get to Blitzball. Then I kind of stopped playing it, but I need to get back into it. Yeah. I just... I don't want to play my PS3 right now. I want to play my PS4, you know. So but I need to get that back into it and get back into football. Or maybe I don't. Maybe, maybe it don't. is really bad. I maybe just have fun. No, I just want to play football. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay, so um, I, you know, y'all kind of have a have an answer. Mine is definitely Megaton Punch, a Kirby Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> that game is so fun. I could just keep playing it forever. Like okay. I really can. <laughs> Excellent. Just, I just want to see Popstar just split in half, like, every time. <laughs> <laughs> I was always a game. fan of a Triple Triad in Final Fantasy VIII. I spent a lot of time playing is, that card game. Is that game. the card Oh, game. I love yeah. the card game. I was, like, 10 and didn't understand the card yeah. game, but I love the See, I still game. don't really fully grasp the one in 9, but... I don't remember. I didn't think I played yeah, the one much I, in 9, but like I love that like card I game. I played a lot of Triple Triad in 8. I also really loved, um, I think it was in Heart, Gold, and Soul, Silver, Voltorb Flip. That oh, card yeah, game. Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> I had that game down to a science to where I got so high level, like, the, you progress where it basically just becomes a guessing game. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, it's either this one or this one, and then you just have to guess. But I yeah. loved figuring out the math in Voltorb Flip. Yeah, but I guess my, my all-time favorite, though, I mean, it may not just be one minigame, but ultimately I believe it was the Gold Saucer itself in Final Fantasy VII. Hmm. You know, I guess Final Fantasy just tends to make really good, great in-game minigames. But I just yeah. love the fact that everything you got to do that was fun, as far as the story, you got to replay as a fun arcade game in the mm-hmm. Gold Saucer, like the bike, the submarine, right. um, even even the basketball wasn't that bad. The arm wrestling, yeah, like it had a lot of good, a lot of good little fun things. Also, we liked Rapunzel and Catherine. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a nice little twist on the main game of play mechanics. Just yeah. Now you have to do it a certain set of moves instead of a certain time. So, pretty cool. I also like all of the Mario parties on the 64. I was just about to say, Mario, uh, <laughs> Mario Party 6. Those, even are, in, uh, those, are, those are games while being mini-games at the same time. <laughs> yeah, they even have, like, uh, in Mario 3D World, how they had Captain Toad and his little levels, and now, and now they have a whole game coming out. It must yep. have been that good. <laughs> Can't believe it's a $60 game. Anyway. <laughs> Question four. Oops. Uh, maybe I missed it, but Adam, you said you'd bring up the question that I asked last time about digital versus physical distribution for games in the future. I did ask that. It was on episode 39, two yes. episodes ago when Neil was first on. I wanted to expand on that by asking how you guys feel about exclusives given by certain stores like GameStop. I find it frustrating because those sort of exclusives are never available to me or any of my friends outside of the USA. At least not until it's released as DLC. I also dislike the pre-order bonus because... Um, oh, also I also dislike pre-order bonuses, but maybe that's a different story. 
No, that's not a different story. Pre-order bonuses suck. Yeah, they're bad. They used to be great. I mean, I remember pre-ordering Wind Waker, and I got Ocarina of Time and Master Quest all on a disc. Yeah, that was that was Um, pre-ordering Beautiful Joe. I got a nice ceramic bobblehead. (laughs) Um, I mean, like pre-order bonuses used to be great. Now they're just like well, now the problem is that, and it's it's so fragmented. I mean, you, I think I brought it up before. You, I don't know if you've seen that flow chart, not flow chart, that graph of all the different Watchdogs editions and where to get them from. And there's no way to get every piece That's, of content in one edition. Like it's just ridiculous. It's kind of like with Hyrule Warriors, right? Yeah, now. when we we talked about that earlier. It's just these companies just throwing money around trying to get the stuff so you buy it at their shop, but it means not want to buy it in their shops because fuck them because I just yeah. want this content. Yeah, I, I mean, I I don't know. I don't. I don't even pay it. I'm, you know, I'm more frustrated with them too. I, you know, I, I don't even pay attention to them anymore because ultimately I'm going to get my game from Gameware. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, so some people don't have that luxury, Neil, of having two convenient locations located in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. But <laughs> I mean, some of the things are pre-orders. Yeah, <laughs> some of these things are pre-orders, but it's just like first shipment, like the Catwoman DLC and Batman, like. You don't have yeah. to pre-order that. You just buy it when it comes out, and it'll still have. Yeah, it. but like, even still, like stuff that was dumb about that is like, yeah, I mean, if you didn't have your Xbox 360 connected online, you couldn't true. even get it anyway. Okay. Yeah, so, this is a bad example, but yeah, even. Well, no, not a bad example. I think I think that's just exactly the point. That's why yeah. it's stupid because it's you know? content that yeah, it's available if you buy it new, but if you yeah, if you don't have internet, you can't download it. You can't get it so anyway. Why, you just don't What's get the it. Point? Why cut so it out? So you just paid sixty dollars for something that was included. Because in if you pre-order Arkham Knight. You get Harley Quinn stuff. Yay. The worst thing about it is because the one thing I want to do like in a Batman game is play as Harley Quinn. Hey, Harley Quinn's a good character. Actually, no, she I do is. like Har- I do like to play <laughs> as Harley Quinn in Injustice. So yeah. I'll just put it. But that. That's a fighting game. <laughs> of course, you don't want to only play as Batman in a fighting game. <laughs> I only want to play as Batman as a fighting game. But, uh, I'll take you on the, wor- the, Flash. the worst thing about it is <laughs> better like, yet, Superman. <laughs> the worst thing about it is like if you like end up getting like the exclusive like DLC stuff and you don't like the game. So yeah, like no. I did that for uh whenever Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 came out with the whole costume uh, thing. Yeah. And I was like, eh, these costumes aren't that great. Oh wait, the game's not even good. Oh. That's kind of <laughs> how I felt. I I actually thought about fuck this. Because uh, <laughs> I have a Gamefly account and I was thinking about getting Sonic Lost World just so I could buy the Zelda DLC and play as <laughs> Sonic and Zelda and Hyrule. But Ultimately, I decided that game was just I own that game. You can just come over and watch me play it when I get that, or if you can just play it. You want to put yourself through that? I liked like the one level I played at E3 a couple years ago. Hey, speaking of which, now this is pretty off topic, but I guess going back to Smash. Uh huh. So what if I would have told you 15 years ago that a fighting game with Mario, Sonic, and Pac-Man, Pac-Man and Mega Man was coming out? <laughs> Call you I would have called you sir. crazy. Slapped you with my glove. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That's it's like weird. the ultimate like third party like mashup of fighting game characters, right? and now it's actually happening. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, and it's really funny to think that you know Mario and Sonic used to go head and head. Now there's Sonic games exclusive to Nintendo. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. That's... The way the world changes. <laughs> so pre-order bonuses, DLC, online passes, access we're getting, passes. We're getting back to expansions, though. That's nice. In name only. That's nice. And and you know what the best part is? They're still announcing expansions before the game comes out. Yeah, that's what makes God. I, uh, <laughs> that's a different. That's a different email for a different podcast. That really expands my mind. <laughs> um, he says, "Side note: My favorite HD remake game is probably Fire Red." 
That was my answer. Uh, unofficial favorite is Liquid Crystal, the Pokemon costume ROM. Gotcha. So thanks for that email, Anthony. We have a second email. Ooh. Nicholas from Zachary writes in. Nicholas. Nicholas writes in. He likes Pokemon. Pokemon He's written about Pokemon a lot. Hey, everybody. I hope you're all having an awesome day. Awesomes in all caps. It's even more awesome now. (laughs) My question is this. What is your absolute least favorite Pokemon of all time? (laughs) Whether it be for bad typing, bad stats, or just because you don't like the design or concept, I want to hear which Pokemon y'all don't like. Thanks, everyone. Keep up the amazing jobs. You want to go first, Paul? Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of Pokemon I like, and there's quite a few Pokemon that I don't like. I hate. Okay, well, here, I'll go here. Oh, go ahead. Well, here, yeah, while you, while you, while you bask on this it. question and think about it, I'll go ahead and tell you my answer. Third gen on. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say. Well, I was just gonna but, say but third you like gen. Okay, okay, I was just gonna say third gen. I thought that's where you were stopping that, but yeah, I like mm-hmm. Archimp and Lucario. But why the fuck is there a Pokemon's fucking sun and a moon and it has a giant <laughs> nose and a mustache and like a fucking bell? <laughs> what? For those of you who didn't just see that, which was none of you, that was crazy. We Vaughn and I almost were just decapitated. <laughs> like what? What the? What is that, Vaughn? It's Lunatone and Soul Rock. What the fuck? <laughs> the fucking Sun Rock. Like the moon from Majora's Mask is goofy enough, but he's not a fucking Pokemon. But now he is. <laughs> Oh boy. He's a Hyrule warrior, son. <laughs> and nose pass? Nose pass. What the yeah. fuck is a nose pass, Vaughn? It's a rock with a nose. Oh, whatever. Yep. Okay, so exactly now, now you feel is. which Pokemon I don't like. <laughs> Next. Uh, I guess I would have to say maybe Dunsparce. Ah. Uh, like what like what the what the hell is that thing? It's Dunsparce. Like, it's like a weird looking like mini fat snake with like a stupid tail and like two dumb little wings insect wings attached to it it's like it makes no sense i'm really surprised dunsparce doesn't evolve into something cool like magikarp does with gyarados so like yeah you're right why does dunsparce exist he's pointless yeah magikarp's pretty pointless but it evolves into something cool so yeah yeah, awesome dunsparce doesn't do anything (laughs) at least shuckle is like Super defensive and crap. Hey, I've seen that don't fuckle with Shuckle thing where he has like a bazillion defense. Yep. Hefty buff. Bidoof on. is on fire. Hey, don't be knocking Bidoof. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying, Squirtle. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I need my pen back so I can continue making oh, notes that I threw across the here. room. Oh uh, yeah, that that nose passes. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Tim. You're welcome. Um, so yeah, that's our least favorite Pokemon. Yeah. So Ooh. sorry okay. for my little outrage there. I just really okay. hate <laughs> pretty much all of third okay. gen ever. So I don't know why I'm, I'm buying just, these hey, remakes. Look, look. There's my Lodic and Gardevoir. At least I blame Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for writing in, Nick. GameWorkExpress at gmail dot com is that email address. And let's wrap the show up with our special stages. I, I, I put that. It already. It, it, it probably happened as you. As you. Thank you, Vaughn. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, Vaughn. Thank you, Vaughn. Uh, <laughs> um, who wants to go first? Vaughn. 
Uh, come back to me on that. Vaughn, it's, it's every, every week, Vaughn. I know, but... You're just so special. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. So this weekend, I'm super excited because one of my favorite television shows as a small child, I created a drinking game for. Yes. It's called Legends of the Drunken Temple. Oh, What yeah. show is it based on? It's based Guts. off of Clarissa Explains It All. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I just want an excuse to drink and watch Legends of the Hidden Temple. So I watched... An episode. We watched some episodes lately and made a drinking game out of it. And I'm super excited to try it out and play it. Basically, anytime Kirk Fro- Kirk Fogg is a super creeper or has awkward conversations with oh, the kids, great. So take we're going to be drunk by the intro is over. My favorite one is uh, anytime the kids are fucking stupid in the Shrine of the Silver Monkey, you have to finish your drink. <laughs> So, you have to finish it. Finish. So we're gonna get drink. one episode you're in. Get destroyed. <laughs> finish. Finish your drink. You need to take off Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited to try that out. Anyway, uh, sounds fun though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I could go now. Like, okay. I think the only thing that like super interesting that happened outside of video games for me was going to see the Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> I I saw it too. Yeah. Is that interesting? It was definitely interesting. Pretty much like if the movie didn't have humans in it, <laughs> it would have been good. Wait, or if the turtles decent. were the main character, that would have been They're nice. not the main character yeah. in a movie no. called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No. Nope, it's all about Megan Fox as April O'Neil, and she did a terrible job. Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. She's <Yeah>. bad. <laughs> Does she make out with Shia LaBeouf in this movie? No. I have to watch Transformers no. for that. No. No. And I, quite honestly, even ultimately, uh, Michelangelo was, to me, the only really turtle that kind of kept the movie going. Yeah, I would say it was between yeah. Mike and Raph. Yeah, Raph, Raph, Raph was the best one. Raph was really good, But too. But Raph, like, you know, even in, I know he's probably, I'm guessing he's your favorite. Yep. But you know how, like, usually secluded and meh he is in most of the movies? I know, you think you mean, like, fucking awesome? Well, yeah, but I mean, like, just kind of <laughs> like standoffish yeah. like he was he was a really good intricate part of this movie i really enjoyed the way they like you know made his standoffish but never really is it deserting the brothers yeah is it worth seeing if you like ninja turtles or should it just die because it's getting really shitty reviews of course it's michael Bay. like everyone knows how bad it is but for people who like the series is it worth seeing yes or no i say it's worth seeing once okay only once i say it's worth seeing in theaters, or should I wait till like Redbox? Yeah, I would wait till Redbox. Okay. Yeah, I'm a huge fan, and you know, generally with stuff like this, there's no way I can hate it, right? And yeah, it was like pretty much like all the turtle movies were bad except for like two of them. It was just, a, it was just a letdown. Well, three, yeah. I guess. Like the uh, the first two, I thought were really good. I, the more I watched the 2007 one, though, the more yeah, I realized TMT. how ridiculous and dumb it kind of really was. <laughs> Oh no, I liked it for what yeah. it was. No, no, yeah, it's one of those movies that like I really like. The more I watch it, though, the more it's like, why did I like this? The biggest crime, Neil, is you have not yet seen Guardians of the Galaxy. No, you need no. to get on that, sir. No. It's a really good movie, no. and report on it next week. Stage, yeah. I will. I promise, I will have a report next week <laughs> <Okay>. for special <laughs> stages. Okay, so what's yours this week? My special stage. Well, yeah. I'm with Vaughn. I saw that the Turtles mm. movie. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the the April O'Neil movie. The, the April O'Neil movie starring the um, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> there was just a lot of a lot of a lot of things wrong with it, as far as like how like you know I know a lot of people don't really generally know things, but you know I've worked in movies and on movies and mm-hmm. like 
one, one thing you don't realize is movies are built a certain way. You yeah, know, yeah. When scripts are written within the first 25, yeah, cause like, 20 to 25 minutes, isn't it you what, want something to change. All movies have minutes. like one of three narratives pretty and that's much, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and this one just took that pacing and said, hey, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. And uh, yeah, it's just one of those things too, like where, you know, it... it it took the Star Wars Episode One mm, route where yeah. you, you kind of focus on the wrong character and mm-hmm. things like that, and it was just, uh, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? And you know, whatever the guy that made the movie, um, you know, because I'm sure I know. Last time we talked, I was really excited in seeing yeah, it. And, yeah. You know, it just, yeah, it was. <laughs> like I said, I was really like, bummed for the rest of that night. Like after walking out the theater, I. I was very quiet the rest of the night. It was just kind of a big letdown. Uh, it, it had its funny moments. Oh least. yeah, no, like a, yeah, the turtles themselves were great. Yeah. Like um, I said before, there was like, things with them I enjoyed, um, like the, the the different physical appearances. Yeah. Uh, how some were taller than the others, some were more buffed than the others. Um, it really helped play out their personalities really well. Um, but then there was things like with. Some of them, like, I didn't like Splinter being abusive. I didn't like the fact that it looked like a wet dog the whole time. <laughs> I didn't like that Shredder was a Transformer and used the exact, like, I haven't seen the Transformers movies, <laughs> but I know enough from the previews to know that that's the exact same sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was. Like, like, like that machine wobble, like, yeah. when he jumps, is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it, while it may not have been directed by my, Michael Bay, it, it was, was produced. It was produced, yes. So, I like, yeah. hey, I, I have the sound effect you can use. It's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah, apparently how, you know, I, I, again, haven't seen Transformers, but I did notice, like, there was stuff on the internet about how, like, from the island and oh, the, the same, like, bridge three, explosion he used the same scene, explosion yeah. that's But, I mean, I guess that's all just budgeting. That's CG, they had the you know, same not? stupid wobbly camera throughout the whole movie, too. Like, yeah, the guy, they needed, the, they guy needed trailer. the guy who directed it, he's not... I'm, he did Clash and Wrath of the Titans, and I'm pretty oh, sure he did a Bourne movie. Uh, the newest one, so, probably. Yeah, Three. so he's not used to this whole steady camera thing. You know? uh, well, that's, like, they I, did, a, they I didn't know that. Camera, no, really and don't. the motion cap, too. There was some parts I noticed like where it seemed like a character should stop sliding on the ground, and they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Physics, how does that work? There's just some things that were. The turtles but, at least have their correct weapons. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. So, like I said, if like the movie didn't have like the human part of, portion <laughs> of it, you would have had like a lot more time to focus more on the turtles. No. No bebop or rocksteady. Focused on the it's, turtles. It nah, no bebop or rocksteady. Okay. Unfortunately, it didn't. You would have had more more character development for Leo and Donnie as opposed to mostly just Mikey and Raph like throughout most of the movie. Uh, they never Ra- even took the time. to... Raphael is the best one. They so. never even took the time to let you get to know the turtles. Yeah. In exactly. This one at all. Well, they've been around for like 50 years. You should know who these assholes are. Yeah, but even in the first movie. They're they, heroes they, in a half shell. Turtle power. <laughs> and that's our show. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch.tv at V4Extreme12. And you can find me on Twitter at FrisMyNuts, <laughs> which I have not checked in two years. You can find Gameware conveniently located. In the mall of Louisiana on College Drive in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash GameWareBR. You can find this podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash GameWareExpress. Tell your friends, hit that like button. It might seem silly and trivial, but it definitely really helps. We like it. Yeah. Same with uh, iTunes reviews. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Automatically get your downloads each week. Leave a rating. Again, seems trivial. Doesn't matter. But those things definitely really help. 
Tell your friends. We only accept five stars or more. <laughs> <laughs> if you prefer to listen on your browser, soundcloud.com slash gamer-express. Also on Xbox Music. I didn't even know hey. we were on Xbox Music. Whoa, but we're exclusive to Xbox? What? Whoa! <laughs> uh, I think that's everything I usually go over for the credits. So, yep. thank you all for joining me, gentlemen. No problem. Neil, thanks for coming here. back. Thank you. We should probably make this like a regular thing. I love it. Okay. And I shall. Okay. So, that's it. That's when your Gamer Express. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.